you see that they're doing the half off Criterion uh, in Arrow Video Sale at Barnes and Noble? I did not. Mm. What a, uh, is it half off? You said? Yes, that's right. Fifty percent off. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm interested in buying the uh, the new edition of David Lynch's Lost Highway. Aren't, aren't all Barnes and Noble deals like not really deals though? I feel like every time they have a half off, they're already like sixty dollar yeah. up, up priced Blu-rays. Yeah, definitely the regular cost is like fifty bucks, but you know you, they bring it down to like twenty. Okay, I guess so that's not terrible. I feel like that's pretty reasonable for Criterion. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm just broke. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, uh, you got to go see uh, Goblin this week, and you were you were worried it was going to cost too much. I think it's worth it. I think you should go. Well, if I can scrounge up the the money for it, then yeah, I'm going to go. Um, Just check your uh, your couch for pennies. <laughs> So it's so I think it's forty five dollars for a ticket just to go to the show. Okay. And then if you want to do like a meet and greet or whatever, it's like an additional hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. So it's you know, you're looking at like a two hundred dollar night, you know. That's cool though. Yeah. If you you know, it's it's not John Carpenter, but what is really, you know? I can dig it. Yeah. All right. So we did something legendary last night. We went to go see Dawn of the Dead nineteen seventy-eight in a mall in three D. On Tom Savini's birthday. That's right. Wow. And we did it with the Terrors crew. We did, yeah. It was you, me, Eugene, the She-Hulk. I don't know what her real name is. Is it Desiree? Yes, Desiree. Yeah. Desiree. That was the first time I actually met her. Yeah. And then uh, Nicole. Yes. Nicole came out. And then some of your other friends? Uh, no, it was just us. I mean, I, we ran, we ran into, into them. Yeah. yeah, some some people there. But yeah. Nice, nice. Nice core crew. That was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. And they put a little happy birthday message for Tom Savini on the, the poster there. Yeah, that was a nice touch. A poster that all you guys are fighting over. <laughs> Which I mean, I can live without it, honestly. But it's nice. You know, Dawn is like my favorite, probably one of my favorite movies. So it'd be nice to have that piece of uh, movie uh, memorabilia in my collection. I overheard a little bit, but one of your buddies works for the theater or knows somebody that works for them. Yeah, yeah. The guy that we talked we were talking to afterwards, he's well, yeah. one of the managers there or whatever. Yeah. So he pretty much called dibs on that thing, probably. Yeah, I think he said he was going to mail it to Savini to get it signed and then send, have it send it back. I don't know what he, yeah, he I don't know what he's doing with it afterwards, but it was a very cool poster. Yeah, it was pretty neat. You know, um, it was it was the next year. That's the. 45 45th anniversary 45th yeah 2023 yeah. 78 yep yeah that's yeah hold on is that right 2023 that's right yeah uh, same with halloween man yeah 45 years that's that's huge man a couple a couple of huge anniversaries next yeah. year yeah they're having a big convention for halloween halloween yep in october yeah. don't tell you don't tell anybody but jamie's gonna be there wow. hopefully as long as she doesn't cancel if she she's hearing all this backlash to halloween ends she might oh god we'll get into that dumpster fire later yeah um but yeah that was a great screening last night that 3d blew me away yeah it was it was tasteful you know i didn't know it'd be that good yeah i guess the guy that did the 3d sat on it for 10 years or something yeah to my understanding richard rubenstein who's the producer of dawn of the dead yeah like sank a bunch of money into the 3d conversion of dawn and that's why uh it hasn't really seen a, a U.S. Blu-ray release in like ten years. You yeah, know? it's a travesty. Yeah, it's a real shame, man. If we could, if we could only buy a 3D version of Dawn, I would do it in a second. Yeah. Except, like you were saying earlier, though, we don't all have 3D TVs yeah. or capabilities. Plus, if we did, we'd have to have like the red and blue glasses. Yeah, I don't know if that would look good. It would look yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. T to be honest, like, so I love Dawn. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, love, yeah. I absolutely love Dawn of the Dead. But I don't know if it's because I already wear prescription eyeglasses, uh, then add on the 3D glasses. I'm just fidgeting the whole just time. Just a pain in the it, ass. You know? Yeah. And the red and blue wouldn't be like yeah. that. That sucks too. Yeah. And, and those, yeah. 
I don't know if the 3D, I, I mean, I guess it's it's a fun uh, novelty, yeah. you know, for the movie. But uh, I thought the movie, the movie is like a masterpiece, yeah. uh, like, you know, it's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really add anything, any value, yeah. in my opinion, to it, you know? Yeah. I just felt like it was definitely better 3D than we've gotten in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like horror always has the best 3D. Like, honestly, House of Wax that yeah. you showed, it was amazing. And that's from the 50s. Yeah. And then I, I've seen Friday the 13th Part 3. That's really good. I think Jaws 3D played in Hollywood recently. I didn't go to that. I don't think. I can't remember. But that that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for a long time there, we were just getting movie after movie just for the novelty of it. Yeah. And most of them weren't even good in 3D. Like there was not even one pop out moment. Yeah. Yeah. I know in the wake of the first Avatar, everything got a 3D re-release. I went and saw. Yeah. Jurassic Park in 3D and I don't I don't know I couldn't tell you anything nothing like uh, look good or if there anything stood out I mean yeah I love Jurassic Park but I couldn't tell you if the 3D really had any effect on anything so no it's all all a cash grab that's all yeah an upcharge (laughs) yeah right nothingness (laughs) (laughs) you know but you know and also the thing about our little Dawn of the Dead 3D experience uh, I you know like I understand the movie they've had Dawn in in theaters for like I don't know like a week now or something maybe but Uh um I wish I, you know, I wanted to see it with a, like a real crowd. Yeah. You know? Not like a, you know, it's. We whatever. had this like dude in the back that wouldn't yeah. stop talking the whole time. It was like, what, maybe a dozen people at most. You know, I don't even think I, it was that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, even myself, like I, I'm so used to seeing um, these beloved horror movies in a terror setting that like, you know, it's mm-hmm. nice. You know, people clap and, you know, there's some laughter. I, I kind of like boots, some hollers. Yeah, yeah. It's not like obnoxious, but it's clearly you're experiencing a movie with a like a like an energized crowd rather than like, oh, this is just, uh, you know, a regular night at the movies. You know, I have to totally. me, Dawn is more is a special film that deserves that kind of, you know, love and affection. It is a audience. special film. You know, there's a lot of social commentary in there. There's a lot of just amazing performances. Yeah, truly. And it definitely stands the test of time. Absolutely, man. And Savini, man, it's just he's a national treasure. Amen. We need to we need to keep him alive for many, many, many more years. And we need to see him do more special effects because he's so good at it. I'm with you on that. I wish he did more. I mean, I I know he's like focused on his school now, but I wish he was still like big in the industry, you know? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. There's that documentary that just came out about him. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the guy we were talking to outside the theater was last night said he had something to do with it. Yeah. He worked on it or something. I didn't even see that yet. I don't think. Yeah. Neither have I. It looks, I mean, the Blu-ray looks nice. So the, you know, it has a nice slip cover posters, the whole shit. So I got to see if I can pick that up. You know, you ever see that clip of him doing like some, some kindergarten class or something, or he was doing something with like kids. I can't remember. No, I, Savini that. was, amazing. I think that's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> he was showing like a bunch of kids, his like effects and stuff. <laughs> or maybe, maybe it wasn't kids. Maybe it was like a talk show, but it was like a weird place that you wouldn't expect him to be yeah. doing that. Yeah. It was that when he had Dr. Tongue with him from day of the dead, you know, the, that, first, the very first zombie. I saw a clip of that going around. Yeah. I saw that clip. I don't know if it's yeah. the same one. Yeah. We was like maneuvering. Yeah. The tongue. The tongue, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Yeah. But man, you got a new house now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Nicole bought it, so I can't really say yeah. that, you know, obviously I had much to do it, but it's a beautiful home. It's it's you know, yeah. it's ours. No fucking landlord, you know, nothing. Yeah. We're, we're the bosses now, you know, which is beautiful. I know you had a brutal landlord situation. Yeah, yeah, I That's did. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I mean, 
so I have a lot of fond memories of our old apartment. You know, that's the yeah. same. Yeah, you know, we got it was great. We had, had a lot of great times. I mean, that was the first home that Mike, you know, our cats, Strudel and Bazell, like ever knew. We got mm-hmm. through the worst part of the pandemic at that uh, apartment. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad we're out of there. And you know, but um, you know, this is uh, this is wonderful already. You know, mm-hmm. you enjoy it in here? Yeah, I mean, it feels very homey uh, almost instantly. You know? Yeah, it does. You know, as long as um you know nicole's happy and the cats are happy then you know that's, i don't think it really matters where we are as long as we're together kind of thing you know much better not having to go up a flight of stairs every day yes yeah, yeah. well you know since i'm an old man i have to yeah be careful with all that you're gonna have a cane steps, soon. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be falling down with a cane <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, i saw you earlier today i went to go see the banshees of uh, is it in a, in a Sheeran? Yeah, uh, that sounds right. In yeah. a Sheeran? Yeah. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Uh, uh, yeah. The Banshees <laughs> of Ed Sheeran. Oh, man. I got to see it with a bunch of seniors <laughs> at the old Amherst Theater. Yes. Yes. It was a good time. Yeah. Kellen made a mess in the theater. Not at all, actually. Yeah. But he did come after and he saw there was like popcorn in my, my cup holder. And I was like, yep, yeah. that was not me. Likely story. And you had given me a popcorn. So yeah. you thought it was definitely me. But I promise you it wasn't. <laughs> um but yeah it was, a, it was a good movie it was good I yeah missed, it's from the same guy the same people that did in bruges right is that what it, uh, i think yeah. he said that and yeah. then it was also the three, uh, three billboards, three billboards yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which i love that that was my favorite movie that year um, yeah i love that francis mcdormand is that already is that like 2018 now or is that 2017 i was <laughs> 17 yeah i know it was uh pre-pandemic that's all i can remember now no i think it was it yeah, yeah i think it was 17 mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it was 18 Oscars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Banshees movie was very, very good. I actually, I missed it at Beyond Fest this year. So I was excited to see it, that it was playing here. Um, and you got Triangle of Sadness recently. How's how's the numbers been for that one? Uh, it's definitely slow. Yeah, of the three that we have, uh, that one's, I think, at the bottom of the pack for now. See, that's crazy. That's the one I want to see. As soon Dude. as I got a little more, tra- more time, I want to go check it out that's what's such a shame is buffalo doesn't really get packed crowds anymore and these movies need to be seen with the packed crowd like yeah. triangle sadness i saw with a packed house yeah and that is a movie you have to see with a bunch of people i'm telling you yeah it's a shame i think uh i mean i could really only speak it's only anecdotal maybe mm-hmm. to my where i work but you know it's uh, we're still in a like readjustment phase mm-hmm. from after the reopening of the from the pandemic shutdowns yeah. and stuff I, you know i think a certain segment of the movie going audience just you know hasn't come back yet um yeah for sure you know i don't know if you saw i read an article recently that said this uh, october's box office numbers were like the lowest in like 10 years or something really uh, yeah something incredible like that you know i don't know i mean individual movies performed well like you know your yeah. terrifier 2 and your smile and stuff like that oh, but yeah. overall i guess the box office numbers were like a 10 year low or something wild for october 2022 this was definitely a year for the indie filmmakers especially oh, yeah. especially in horror yeah oh yeah beautiful year for horror beautiful year for horror um speaking of horror we got to hang out with a horror legend this weekend yes. or no 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 when was this was this last weekend yeah it was it was saturday right saturday yeah, what the, day is today uh, friday yes so i'll give you the exact wow date so we can have that for the record but it was it was uh, almost saturday october 29th wow yeah. we went to go see joe bob briggs you me and kyle tedesco yeah went to rochester new york to go see joe bob 
and at the little theater yes uh, for a screening of chopping mall chopping mall presented by fright rags right rags our yep. good friend fend <laughs> fend i'm just gonna keep saying fend because it's funny lean uh, into it but ben scrivens yes we love the ben big we, ben we love head. benjamin a couple of ben heads here benny Many boy. Yes. Uh, it, it, we'd be remiss not to also mention that Joe Bob was accompanied by his iconic co-host, Darcy, the male girl. You mean Daphne? Uh, yes, that's right. Yes. Speaking of, uh, that was actually really funny. And I, I have to put, put that moment on blast for a second. So we were sitting in our standing in line for Joe Bob's little signing he was having. And I just remember looking at you and then looking at Joe Bob and realizing he was in a Scooby-Doo costume. And I remember how much that bummed you out at first. And it bummed me out a little bit too. Cause I was like, damn, the picture we're going to have is with this guy in a costume. That kind of stinks. But then I was like, you know what? It's actually great because you know, when are you going to get that chance again? Yeah, exactly. It's almost like a, the unicorn yeah. of Joe Bob uh, Briggs picks, you know? So yeah, but was, it all worked out really well, especially, um, you know, towards the end of the night too, for us. Which oh was man. Really awesome. Yeah. So we went to go see shopping mall, saw more than three quarters of the movie. Yeah probably only sure. 20 minutes left and then we we just dipped and we i was just like hey we should, let's go let's go get a picture with him now while nobody's bothering him and i, I think you had did you already get one earlier in the night i think you did yeah yeah i got one of my action figures uh signed and got a picture while that because i mean it was uh i and props to whoever did the the pricing but it was like only ten dollars for it to have yeah uh, i mean both joe bob and uh darcy signed my figure and it was like ten dollars for the both of them you know so oh, both of them yeah wow. yeah yeah it's a total ten dollars so i was like holy shit you that's know, like that's incredible that's you like know? pre like 2010s pricing <laughs> yeah that's like anti-convention pricing wow ten dollars you know I, I i do imagine though that the some of that price was built into the thirty dollar like uh, movie tickets or something. I, w- I would imagine. I don't know. Yeah. But also, you go to a convention, you got to pay to get in the door there too. I think so. You know. It was worth it. It was worth the thirty absolutely bucks. Absolutely worth it. Absolutely. They do a good job with the Saturday night read wine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we love our fr- fright rags guys too. Yeah, and that was cool. I, and I, I mean, that night I learned a little bit more about the little than I had prior uh, knowledge of like. So many, at least in my experience, you know, many movie theaters, when they did had to do the conversion from film to digital, they just got rid of their film projectors and went all the way digital. But I guess the little in Rochester has both still film projector and digital. Mm -hmm. So what they did during our screening at Chopping Mall is that they had like what a minute of Chopping Mall on film, but with its original title Killbots. So they showed like that, that one minute of film footage with the original title, which was cool. I don't think I've, I've never seen that. So that was, that was a nice little touch to be able to, to, you know, play all the formats. Um, I really was into that. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, when we, when we dipped out of the movie and we went downstairs, we got to talk to Ben for a while. Um, yeah, that's when you went to talk to Joe Bob a little bit more. And then we ran into the blade and the bunny. Yeah. The local AEW Buffalo wrestlers. Yeah. They're not local anymore. Those they're, they're nationwide. Yeah. 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 They're all over the world now, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Some Buffalo heroes. And, uh, it was very, very cool to talk to them. I, I had never met them before. Yeah. The blade and the bunny, they, uh, they're friends with Joe Bob and Darcy because I believe they all did a, like a convention or something with them. So yeah. they, they became um, friendly that way. So, uh, it was cool. 
uh, to, super exciting to find out they're even horror fans. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've been coming to tear the blade and the bunny been coming to tear yeah. since like the first, maybe the first season. Oh, has uh, it been that long? Yeah. Maybe the first, I don't remember. I thought exactly, it was just a couple but, seasons ago. Yeah. But th- that was before, I mean, they were, uh, still like wrestlers at the time, but more like, you know, yeah. a big local, uh, uh, wrestling mm-hmm. uh, organization. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they were big back then. So this is a whole different level, you know, and they still come to tears all the time. Mm-hmm. I think they were at, uh, I think they were a deadly friend, maybe. Okay. Cool. Mistaken, yeah. And for people that don't, don't know the, the blade also wrestles with another wrestler called the butcher, which is Andy from every time I die, mm-hmm. the guitar player. And he wasn't there last night, unfortunately, but he also goes to terrorists sometimes, right? I think I've only seen him there once. Maybe that was uh, some, some quite a few years ago, but really, okay. uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he lives. If he's like in Buffalo, I don't know. I think I he's Tonawanda actually, okay. but yeah, yeah, at least he was at one point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I going to say? So they, they're in, um, the new puppet master movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, that's wild. Yeah. That's pretty Holy cool. Shit. Yeah. They were uh, the blend and the bunny were on, uh, hotels, the, uh, full moon guy's name. Charlie Band, yeah, Charlie Band, yeah, 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 Charlie yeah. Band. They were on his podcast. Uh, Great podcast. Yeah, I haven't listened to their episode yet, but I've listened to most of those. Yeah, I only dropped in to listen to their part. I mean, not that I, you know, I just haven't listened to many other yeah. of the episodes there. He had a good one with Barbara Crampton. Oh, uh, love. Uh, oh yeah, love Barbara Crampton. Oh yeah, love her Crampton. I got I, oh cramp. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think I told you I had a kind of like an awkward experience with her like a couple weeks ago. She's awesome, but this was super awkward. So I was like. I was basically just complimenting her. I was like saying, you know, at first I was, I was telling her I was going to Rochester soon to, you know, do the screening or whatever. And I was, and she, you know, she's in chopping mall. Mm. And I was telling her about the movie. We are still here, which yeah. was filmed right outside of Rochester. Right. And I was like, man, I love that movie. I wish more people were into it. I wish more people knew about it or, you know, I wish they had a bigger, bigger fan base or yeah. something. She was like, people are into it <laughs> and i'm like no yeah i know i just wish that you know i had a bigger audience it's like oh it's got a big audience <laughs> good man she told you to fuck <laughs> off it's like what yeah. the fuck good all right her. cool good for her oh man but yeah i love barbara crampton uh she's always really nice actually i saw her at the the 10th anniversary of your next hey barbara don't you wish your movie was more popular yeah barbara <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get it man i did also yeah. ask her i was like man or i i told her i was like hey we need a new reanimator soon. Mm. And I think I also said it to Jeffrey Combs because he was sitting next to her. And I was like, yeah, we need another reanimator soon. And they, they seemed interested. Yeah. They seemed like, you know, yeah. Like when that happens, it's happening. Yeah. They're going to do a, a direct sequel to the first movie. A direct then, sequel yeah. to beyond reanimator. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder what they could call the next one. I don't know. Mm. Reanimator forever. Oh, I like that. Rihanna. Reanimator reanimated. Rihanna Tater. <laughs> I don't know. But uh yeah, she's a she's a dime piece. Yeah, she's a, one of the all times. Now, I mean, did you I don't think we quite finished the Joe Bob uh anecdote there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a crazy picture with Joe yeah. Joe Bobby Bob. So so what happened was Yeah. Uh is that how it happened? Well, we we uh we were hanging out with the blade outside the theater, you know, for a while. Smoking some ciggies. Yeah, yeah. And then we went back uh, back inside and, and the meet and greet area had pretty much cleared out. So it was like me, Kellen, the blade, the bunny, Joe, Bob, Darcy, Ben, and then the, um, uh, the, the guy that was helping fright rags. I forget his name, unfortunately, but he was a nice it's guy like too. Phil or something. Yeah. But so, yeah, it was just us and, uh, 
Yeah, uh, one of us, I would say it was me, suggested we get a picture. <coughs> Wrong. Since we get the since we had the whole group there, and it was like, hey, let's get a picture together. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so we got um, we got a big group photo of like the uh, spooky connection. You yeah. Know? And then what ended up happening, which was phenomenal, was the blade like reposted it. Darcy did, and then just today, Joe Bob Joe like, Bob. shared it on his Instagram, and that was fucking huge. And then he, uh, I mean, he followed you. Yeah, yeah, followed both me and Terrors on Instagram. Crazy. So I was like, holy shit, you know. Well, <clears throat> what was really cool is that both Ben uh, from Fright Rags and the Blade gave me like the like a co-signed introduction to Joe Bob. You know, yeah, like, I hey, witnessed that. You yeah. know, like, hey, this, uh, you know, this guy, this, you know, this is Peter. He does this horror thing in Buffalo. You know, he's got access to the drive-in, yada yada. And so I think that. You know, uh, getting the um, the uh, what do you what I want to say the uh, what do you, know, you want to say the good you know the uh, the the cosine introduction from these people that Joe Bob knows and you know I think meant a lot it helped out a lot instead of just being some random you know just I'm sure they get all kinds of people all the time saying you know I do this and do yeah. that you should come and do this you know but but it, it was basically to set up a bona fide future appearance yeah yeah yeah. Him, yeah yeah so uh hopefully but yeah it was cool I you know I was uh I was really uh it was I was glad that you know um we all got to get that picture together I gotta get a frame like printed out and framed I mean that's Same. one for the ages that know? is one for it the was, walls yeah absolutely I yeah. might even make them into like a pair of socks <laughs> or like a pillowcase yeah you know? yeah mm, sleep on it every just night. sleep on yeah. it and be like oh there he is again <laughs> Joe Bob. oh Joe Bobby yeah and then uh I want to say like uh also while we were in Rochester we went to Dogtown oh. at uh what would you garbage plate hot dog place garbage plate yeah. heaven it's pretty yeah. much the best garbage plate place in rochester yeah. it was awesome i mean so i'm vegetarian and vegan uh kyle yeah. is vegan so i mean so naturally i i had the most meat out of the three of us and i just yes. shoved it down my, my yes. gullet yeah right that's in front right of him. yeah he deep-throated many sausage links uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah it was cool i mean it was a it was a nice little sort of like um uh you know kind of a real uh hole in the wall type of diner i, I don't want, i hope that i feel like saying hole in the wall has got a bad they're not hole in the wall they're like it's just like salt of the earth kind of place it's got no yeah. it's got no pretensions or anything yeah you know? it's just no, they're like very cool there good food you know and affordable i mean i was i would have eaten maybe two three of those two three more of those plates that i got like honestly at least yeah at least one more i was i was yeah. still pretty hungry yeah. but it definitely fills you up like if you're on an empty stomach you definitely have two though yeah uh and of course something funny happened there so you know anytime i'm in, oh yeah anytime i'm anywhere it doesn't matter where in the world i am something fucking weird happens <laughs> and that's just the nature of things but yeah the life me, of peter yeah peter me, me and kellen and kyle are sitting there eating our garbage <laughs> plates and at the time, I'm wearing like a Monroeville Mall T-shirt that my buddy Will got me from uh, Pittsburgh. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Gone to the Dead. And on the back, it says, when there's no more room in hell, the dead shall walk the mall. Uh, and anyway, so we're sitting there. <laughs> me and the boys are eating, having a good time. And this random guy comes. And what does he say? Like, oh, I heard you guys talking about your horror. And then I saw you. Yeah. And then and then he was like, this is about your T-shirt. And then he slid a napkin over to me and he's like you know save this to read after i leave after you know? i walk away yeah, after yeah. i walk away and i knew what it was already you know because i've i know the kind of person that does those kind of things i could sense it too so so he leaves and i you know i look at the napkin and it's bible <laughs> scripture right? yeah and it's written to hand you know pen on a fucking napkin all scrawled and it says something like you know uh 
you know, hell is never full kind of thing. And it like referenced these scriptures and shit to read. And I, I was just like, I gave myself like a, mm, yes, like a nod, like, yep. Just as I anticipated. Yep. Uh, and, and, then, <laughs> and then Kyle was mad. Like I, he's like, I oh, can't yeah, believe pissed. we were having a nice time eating. And this fucking guy comes up, you know, it was I was mad for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, it was great. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's just how it fucking goes, man. It was, uh, I still got it. I scanned that. Cause I love, Did you really? yeah, I scanned it. Yeah. Cause I love having like goofy little ephemeral like that. Do you have the original it's part of a story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to put it like right next to uh, yeah, the, Joe Bob picture? Yeah, like a, yeah. I might have to like a dual frame. Yeah. I love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We also went to record archive. Oh, love the record archive. Man. I do too. Uh, the only thing is I know a couple years back, I mean, actually five years back now. Wow. It's been that long. Sure. Wow. Holy uh, shit. We went to see John Carpenter in Syracuse. We stopped at record archive halfway on the way. And you and I got a huge ass haul of VHS tapes. Yeah, it's great. Creamy, creamy, creamy horror tapes. <laughs> and I do remember we both spent about a hundred bucks that day. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's about right. That's about right. But this time, you know, we found a couple cool ones, but they kind of know what they're selling now. Yeah. They kind of caught on maybe because of us. I wouldn't doubt it <laughs> <laughs> because we bought a huge ass haul last time. Um, but yeah, everything was, I don't want to say overpriced, yeah. but they knew what they were selling. Yeah, I mean, that stuff behind the counter was definitely more of the high-end stuff. But I would say that one shelf that wasn't, that was more accessible, there was some stuff that was yeah reasonably, reasonably priced. I mean, you're not going to get Goodwill or Salvation yeah. Army or Ambit prices anymore. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been thrifting in so long. I don't know if places even have tapes. I mean, I know they, you know, it's what been it, a while since I've seen anything good. What is the best tape you've ever found in like a Goodwill? Is there one? Yeah, I mean, I found a version of Lamberto Baba's Demons uh, at like uh, Ambets that I thought was pretty sweet. You did know? you like freak out? I did. Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of other good movies too. I mean, that was probably one of the finest uh, finest hauls that that I had. You know, so I was excited about that. I still have it somewhere. I mean, all my shits in boxes, yeah. but yeah, I got it. I, th- I don't remember if this was Rochester too, but a couple of years, or maybe it was Buffalo. I think it was Buffalo. A couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, I found a VHS of Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, uh, Three Warriors, Warriors, with the Dokken sticker. Oh, sweet! It. Yeah, I got I got one of those. Yeah. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not that rare. Well, I mean, maybe we just got lucky and both got it. With Did the, you get it at Goodwill? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I found that in the wild. Damn. Shit. Well, I guess mine's not that rare of a story. Though. <laughs> well, it's still cool. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, I mean, you wouldn't know who this is, but I was at the Eastern Hills Mall today and I found this signed CD by this crunk core group called Broken Side. Mm, you're They're right that I don't know who they are. Really fucking brutally bad. Yeah. Horrible. But I thought that was really hilarious. And anybody that's listening to this will laugh. What's uh? you said? Crunk core? Yeah, uh, it's basically like hardcore. It's like, you know, rapping? you know, Vogue Hills from yeah. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's like worse than that. Mm. I mean, I love him, but sorry. Yeah. Um, it's like basically these guys screaming terribly over like rap beats. Oh, that's interesting. It's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a big uh, audience for that kind of thing? Or like, or like, Not a, really. like a dedicated cult following back when all those emo kids were taking over the world in like 2008, that was a thing. Yeah. And, Did, uh, how come you didn't go to the, when we were young fest in Vegas? Oh, wonderful. You brought that up. Um, so yeah, last weekend, uh, or no, I guess that was two weekends ago. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah, I was here for like 10 days now. Yeah, it feels like I was here like three days. Um, A couple weekends ago, I went to Las Vegas, drove there from L.A. Wait a minute. You went to the We We Were Young Fest? I did. Oh, I had no idea. What do you mean? I didn't know. I was I said this jokingly. What do you mean? That I asked if you had gone. I didn't know you went. I'm so confused. Okay, 
So you're telling me that you drove to Vegas a couple of weeks ago for this fest for right? the fest. I did not know that until now. I did really? not know that you had any plans or had actually gone until at this very moment. Really? I thought That's, I told you about this. No, That's so bizarre. No. Oh, OK. So I'm about to drop some knowledge on you. Yeah, please do. So I drive all the way to Las Vegas for this music festival from Los Angeles, from Los Angeles. Okay. Well, how long is that drive? About four hours, okay. a little less, okay. hardly. Um, was 15 minutes away from parking my fucking car. And my friend calls me and says the show is canceled. <laughs> they say it was Friday because the, the high wind warning, right? High wind. Yeah. Oh, so I did tell you. No, I just I saw it on social media. Oh. I had no idea until this very conversation that you were there. I had no idea. Can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. I promise you. I promise Wild. you that I had no idea until now. I think I actually talked about this on Kyle's podcast. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, it sucked. It definitely sucked. And I had to get my money through StubHub. I, I still haven't checked my bank to see if that went through wow, yet or not. That but. sucks. I honestly thought, and I'm sure other people did, I thought that the whole festival was going to be like a sham, like that, uh, uh, what is it, Firefest? Yeah. I genuinely thought, like, oh, this is, there's no way. This is a fucking scam. Well, they kind of... All these bands. And then it did yeah. seem like the, the, the Saturday show and whatever other dates they had went well. I mean, so... Yeah, they all, the other, just other what two what a shitty went, start to it. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> all the, other, the Friday people, yeah. The other two went on as planned. Um, it still was sort of a sham, though. I don't know. It's it's too many bands packed in the same day. It's sort of like Warp Tour in a way. Yeah, but it wasn't though. I feel like I don't know. I remember looking at the schedule for the day and being like, "Well, fuck! Every who, band I want to see, I have to miss ten you, minutes to get to the other one." Who are you excited to see? Oh my god, so many. Bands. Yeah, I mean, like My Chemical Romance, you know, one of my favorites. Oh um, shit! And they headlined, and that was you know a big deal because I missed. They played LA five days in a row, basically. Oh, wow. Or five, five different shows, not all in a row, but like within a week, um, right before that, pretty much. And I missed all of them and basically was like, I'm going to go to Vegas now because I found a, a cheap enough ticket for that yeah. festival. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, my account with romance, a lot of good pop punk bands I like, some from, you know, nowadays and, you know, some from back in the day, like the starting line. I don't know if you remember them. Yeah, I've, I've heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Bands like that, a lot of throwbacks. Yeah. A lot of bands I listen to like middle school. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm significantly older than you by like 10 yeah. years. So like yeah, bands uh, like you, you would know like Alkaline Trio play. Yeah, like, you know, that was like like my chemical romance was definitely uh, part of my teenage years, oh, yeah. I would say for sure. So uh yeah i thought for sure that when we were young that fest was going to turn into like a woodstock 99 oh my god Fire right fest for sure so i'm glad it didn't you know obviously you know it sucks for the people that that friday show was canceled i mean you know that's horrible but um luckily you know, i don't think maybe that... they'll bring it back and have it like more like a better like organized yeah. thing you know rather than all these bands one day you kind of maybe spread them out over three i don't know how other festivals do it maybe three days or whatever you know yeah i don't, I don't think you got to worry about the emo kids as much as the new metal kids yeah i think that's why woodstock 99 was a problem because those kids were much crazier <laughs> yeah emo is just sit yeah. and cry and yeah. listen to my cam but yeah, like bands like Alkaline Trio had no idea they were even playing. They basically found out like everybody else did that they were playing. And they're like, oh, shit, we're playing that. I had no idea because they never actually formally asked any of these bands pretty much. Well, wouldn't I mean, I don't know how technically it works, but wouldn't wouldn't the the concert organizers reach out to Alkaline Trio's like manager? So you would think it would probably wouldn't get it's not like we were young directly asked alkaline yeah. trio so maybe they you know they reached out to the manager first and you know maybe. the manager worked out the details and then you know maybe 
it got to the band eventually. I don't know how that stuff works though. It's but. possible. I just know that they wrote online like, "Oh shit, we had oh, no." We're this? They were like, "No, they literally were like, we had no idea we were playing this." Like they just kind of announced it, and we were like, "Oh well, fuck, all I right, guess we'll we're, play now." They put us on the poster. We're broke. We need the money. <laughs> They're not broke. No but. way. That guy just got out of playing Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, for I, like, I know. A I know. A decade. You know. Yeah, I know. He definitely cashed out with that band. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, good for him. I wonder how that feels. That's got to feel pretty weird and shitty though to like now get replaced by the guy who you replaced i imagine that was probably an understanding I mean, yeah that he, they he had, knew you know he I, knew it was gonna come yeah. it was it was pretty much like okay when tom comes back you're out yeah i mean know? he got to, you know he got to tour the world you yeah. know behind a, an iconic band and totally. uh you know probably make a nice a nice chunk of change you mm-hmm. know so all, all the respect gig, to, you know? all, all the respect to skiba i'm yeah. gonna be on the record to say i hate that fucking era of blink though my yeah. god I, to, I to be honest i never really listened to it <sighs> don't I mean, you know it's truthfully insufferable yeah like they had two albums it was california and nine i remember listening to california once all the way through and it was hard to get through and nine i just i never did mm. and this is my favorite band we're talking and about so this was the version of blink with uh with skiba okay gotcha. and i don't even really blame him i mean he's a great singer it's not yeah. really him uh i think there, there's something that works with blink with the the, the high pitch and low pitch voices yeah. of tom delong and mark hoppus yeah and i think he was i think skiba was a little too close to mark sound mm in a way yeah it didn't work and then and then i really don't like the production from that dude from goldfinger john feldman mm. my god so polished yeah i haven't really heard of it yeah i think the original blink you know they had a certain magic uh, they did like alchemy i mean blink was one of the first concerts that i that i had ever gone to that's right you went to the pop disaster tour uh, you know i uh, it had to be late very late 90s early 2000s that i saw with green day i think it was with them this was before yeah definitely well before american idiot and stuff i had to be like maybe uh i don't know eighth or eighth, eighth grade maybe Shit. ninth i i can't really remember but it was very early in my uh my formative years american idiot tour was the first time i saw them and yeah. i was super young and i went to go see it at the hsbc arena oh nice. which i still call it that by yeah. the way yeah. i was at a sabers game the other night i was like we're at the hsbc <laughs> um but yeah i actually i choked on an ice cube before the green day show oh that's a shame so, uh, i think you oh five survived that which is good i did because it melted oh and that is right like, in the nick of time right in the nick of time and uh that's one of the best things you could choke on is ice because it just melts just melts melts uh well i'm glad you made it bud yeah, yeah. i did i did um i did so I did. Oh. Uh, so we got to spend a part of Halloween night together, which we was did. cool. We we've got to do a lot of fun yeah. stuff on this on this little trip. I'm excited. Yeah, this was our first uh, Halloween at this new house. Yes, sir. Uh, which was cool. I mean, we didn't get a ton of trick or treaters, but we got more than we did when we lived in North Buffalo, which was cool. Um, yeah. You know, and we had the uh, the twelve uh, foot skeleton out in front of the house with some lights. So um, I don't know. It felt uh, it certainly felt spooky uh i don't know i feel like october always flies by way too fast and you know by the time it's starting to sink in the spooky season it's already gone you know uh and uh what did you did you have a nice halloween what did I you do you, you um you uh give out candy with your mom and dad right no actually yeah. and that's what's so wild uh, i know you said you didn't get too many kids we got zero kids like we were watching, Zero. we were watching the strangers, you know, not, nice. not a very loud movie, No, you know, pretty quiet most of the time. So I was sitting in the closest one near the, near the door and didn't hear a single knock all night. 
And that's what was so bizarre as I went to drive my dad home after, and we went through that very next neighborhood and there was like a thousand kids. Hmm. Is, uh, do was your house like dark or did you have lights on? So I don't think so. We had, on. we had the pumpkins lit. Yeah. I don't, I think the, I think the porch light was on. My mom's on like the second floor of this apartment uh, okay. building. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, the street next to us, I guess, we got flooded with people. So, I yeah. mean, I think it just depends on how well lit the street is or like yeah. how well known it is to have good trick or treating. I mean, so we have to maybe bring up the um, the visibility of this of this uh, around here for trick or treaters. I will tell you what I did notice, though, is there's a lot of older kids still trick or treating. Good. What is up with that? Good. Good for them. Come on. They're like mid 20s. Look, the world is fucking garbage. And if it, if it brings people a little sliver of joy to fucking get some can't dress up and get a little candy. And uh, that's cool, man. Go buy a bag of candy. Come on. Yeah, it's not the same, though. I mean, you know, it's it's it, uh, it's for kids. Uh, I don't know, man. That's I think whack. that's fucking gatekeeping kind of shit, man. You know, they're not if they're not hurting anybody, man, that's cool. Who cares? Yeah. Uh. I mean, you know, at the terrors screening uh, we did, you know, I we had treat bags for, you know, yeah, that's with different, candy though. and little tchotchkes and shit. You know, those are good treat bags. Yeah, well, thank you. It was all it was mostly Nicole. She picked out all the stuff. Yeah, you know? Nicole did a good job. She yeah. uh, I know she had some kind of whistle thing in there that Kyle <laughs> yeah. wouldn't stop blowing on. Yeah. Oh, it was the lips. Screen. It was a it was the lip whistle. Thing? Oh, yeah. The lips are yeah, like that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Like you a know. kazoo. Yeah. Like yeah, an elephant cool. sound. It's yeah. crazy. Um. Yeah, they were good, good treat bags. I liked yeah. it. So, yeah, uh, just to, to fill in uh, the information here. Yeah, we at Thursday Night Terrors, we screened uh, the Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. On October, Thursday, October 27th. Yeah. Uh, so it was our big Halloween show and breaking news. Uh, it was it turned out to be our, our biggest terror show at the Amherst, like the most attended by one ticket, right? Yes. One ticket. Yeah. It, it unseated Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I would uh, like one ticket. I would like to tell you that. It's sort of because of me. I bought two tickets uh-huh. and didn't use one. Uh-huh. So I technically, if I didn't buy the other ticket, it wouldn't have been the highest. Well, when did you buy your second ticket? Um, I bought it from Darcy, but I bought the other ticket a while back. Okay, because I because it's hard to say. I mean, sure, every ticket counts, but I don't know yeah, if, it, just, if it was the one I'm that just broke it. You know, you. just fine. like you wanted to take the group pick. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all you know. <laughs> Kellen is behind it all, everyone. Yeah, I'm on top of things. Yeah, he, he is the Wizard of Oz here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it was it was amazing screening. Monster Squad's a great movie. I'm not gonna say who shit on it beforehand, but one one of the Terrors crew kind of was like, ah. Eh. And, you know, didn't come. And I was like, all right, um, Monster Squad's a great movie. It's it's a family family horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, PG. I think it's PG-13, so. But it's great. I mean, you know, P- I, like I said, it was the biggest crowd. And I, I do think, I mean, I have to look closer at the numbers and the data, but uh, so the top three for, uh, terror screenings at the Amherst, at least, are number one is Monster Squad, two, Killer Clowns, three is The Craft. And yeah. I think the movie, all the thing that the one thing those three movies have in common is I believe they're all PG 13. Yeah. So I do think there is something to say to say that, like, oh, it's PG 13. You know, people bring their kids to almost every screening, but at least with, you know, the PG 13, you can bring that whole, like, the whole family, you know. And a lot of people had amazing costumes at Monster Squad. It was probably the, like, the coolest array of costumes I've seen at one of our screenings. The craft um, was all uh, like side theaters too, right? Oh uh, yeah. So we had the the main show in the middle theater. Then we had an additional screening in one of the smaller uh, theaters at like seven forty five, eight o'clock, and then we went back to the big screen for uh, uh, for the nine thirty. But yeah, it was great. 
a lot of cool costumes. Desiree, you know, Eugene's uh, girlfriend, she dressed as Eric Draven from The Crow. Yeah. Uh, Eugene was The Crow, that the bird. True, true. <laughs> Which was awesome. I love seeing that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you had a guy dressed as the Michael Myers from Halloween Ends. Yeah, yeah. Corey fucking Cunningham. Uh, like Yikes. his name tag said Corey Cunningham on it. It was funny. Oh. Uh, there's that guy, uh, my buddy Logan, uh, had that amazing Krampus costume. That was, it looked great. Crumpus, yeah, Crumpus, mm-hmm. Crumpus, yeah, another great Mike, uh, Mike Doherty, Mike, yeah, Mike Doherty, same director did Trick or Treat, yeah, great, great dude. I actually, uh, I think I told you, I got a couple Blu rays signed by him. I, I went to this Trick or Treat screening they had also at Beyond Fest, it was a free screening. Oh, wow, and obviously, naturally, I, I bring my Blu rays everywhere I go, got it. So I was like, okay. I'm going to get this guy after the screening and we're going to all hound him just like everybody else in this place is going to do. But then I walked out to grab something from my car. And as I was walking back in, I noticed he was literally like walking in or he was, he was outside doing like a photo shoot out in front, but like nobody knew he was there yet. So I like texted my friend. I'm like, yo, get out here. Mike Doherty's out here now. We're going to get him now. (laughs) And so, yeah, of course, naturally we, we bombarded him beforehand. Nice. And I was just like, oh man, like, you know, not trying to get all over you right, right off the yeah. bat. I know you're getting ready to do this, like, you know, introduction Q and A or whatever. Um, he was, he was so cool. Was That's awesome. like, he was like, here, I'll, I'll sign your Blu-rays. Hell yeah. That's cool. He got a picture and he, he got my, my trick or treat and my Krampus. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now he directed, did he, he directed some of those Godzilla movies, right? Or something. One of them, the yeah. King of the Monsters one. Yeah. Which, I hope he, I hope he goes back to sort of more. Yeah. Know, horror. Yeah. 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 Pure, you know, the, the traditional kind of thing, but yeah, I mean, if he's, he's already done two holiday horror movies and maybe you should keep doing that i don't know what he could do you know well uh, speaking of we need that we definitely need more thanksgiving horror i would say we need oh we do we need, we need those numbers yeah more, you know, more blood least, rage sequels yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah are thanks killing yeah. <laughs> uh anyways uh trick-or-treat 2 got officially pretty much announced so that's definitely still happening no sure he tried to play it off like oh you know like it really depends on how many people go see trick-or-treat in the theaters this week when we bring yeah. it back um, but it sounded to me at least like it's on. Oh, that's cool. Like, I, yeah, filming well, soon. I know there was a graphic novel or comic or whatever of trick or treat. Uh, I have it, uh, but I don't know if, uh, how much it expands on the story or not. So I wonder if they're going to take elements from that. Um, I don't know. It'd be cool. I mean, you don't have to have the same kid that Quinn Lord or whatever play Sam, but you Sam? definitely need Sam in there. As, I think we're getting Sam again. He needs to be sort of the character weaving through all the different stories and stuff. I mean, yeah, uh, you know. It's probably obviously much tougher to write write a movie than than I would imagine, but totally were I to do it, I definitely have you know to keep it as simple. You know, just have a bunch of cool stories on Halloween, have Sam involved. You know, I'm I don't sure know if I need have, too many callbacks to the first movie or anything like that. You know, I'm sure he'll have Quinn Lord come back for a cameo. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll do that. I found out something that night I didn't know, and I wonder if you didn't know this, but when Trick or Treat was initially getting made. He was going to have Carpenter, Craven, and George Romero to all do different segments. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I think I might have heard that somewhere. But yeah, that's incredible. But that would have been crazy. Yeah. Especially I'm, Carpenter. He, oh, would, yeah. I mean, when, when did Ward come out? Was that 2009? I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was 2011, but um, okay. I'm not positive. But yeah, I mean, the, that would have been, I mean, I'm happy. The movie that we got ended up clearly being a classic, so I'm glad yeah, we got good. the movie we got. But it would have certainly been interesting to see 
those those heavyweights all you know direct a little anthology thing i don't know if i'm like totally wrong saying this but like there's parts of trick-or-treat that i felt were like too tame like i feel like it's definitely it's got some great gory shit in there but like i feel like it could have went a little crazier but i think they wanted it to be more like not family friendly but like I don't know. Yeah. More, more broad audience. Yeah. I think, I, and probably for the better. I mean, cause I mean, yeah. I feel like every year trick or treats gotten, especially Sam's gotten more popular. Every spirit f- Halloween. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's pretty much taken over the spirit Halloween stores, you know, that and like fucking hocus pocus and stuff. You yeah. Know? Fuck that movie. Uh, the new one. I haven't seen it. So oh, yeah. Bad. Original still uh, great, but um, yeah, the original is a classic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Halloween night. We ended up watching a really awesome movie. I, I rewatched it. It's a movie called Deadstream. Yeah, streaming on Shutter. Which I'm telling you, you should go stream on Shutter now. Yeah, because it's great. Yeah, well, uh, you should let the people know that it's found footage. It is. Uh, I personally am now 100% in team found footage. Yeah, totally love found footage. Um, but you have to be aware. You know, I know there's some people that are just immediately turned off when something's. Found well, if they footage, have like, know. what's that? Like motion sickness, motion or sickness, or yeah. uh, what's the seizure thing? Oh, epilepsy, epilepsy. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I think that's why yeah. a lot of people don't like it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's shaky. I don't. Was that like extremely? Not that I can remember. I mean, yeah. uh, so the character has like a ton of gadgets and shit. Like you know, yeah. he's like a famous like he's YouTuber like a YouTube server. streamer. Yeah, and he's got so he's got money to buy like you know like an endless amount of yeah. cameras and gadgets and shit, which is cool. Yeah, um, so it adds a level of freshness. But yeah, I saw a lot of people compare it to uh, Evil Dead Two, and I would say surprisingly that i would say it's a fair comparison i mean it's not as good as evil dead 2 but it's yeah. certainly deadstream is certainly a movie that was clearly influenced by evil dead yeah you know so um i enjoyed that you know yeah no it's it's fun it's basically it's like youtube streamer goes out into the middle of the woods to go check out this haunted house right and he's by himself just mm-hmm. youtube streaming all, all the only company he has is his literally chat room <laughs> yeah <laughs> which he's got was it an ipad or something something yeah, like that tons of shit laptop tons iPads, of gadgets yeah. yeah but it's so funny the guy literally like parks his car and like rips out the spark spark yeah, plugs throws and just throws them in the woods and he's like oh, i'm staying here yeah. <laughs> like no yeah. matter what happens you know he, he yeah. just he thinks he's gonna make it through the night without getting freaked out and he's wrong <laughs> yeah a lot of, a lot of shit hits the fan sure does and yeah, man, that guy, I, I don't remember his name, but he is such a funny actor. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Really great comedic timing. Yeah. And he was also in the, the VHS segment that the same directors did on that VHS 99 that you saw. Well, do you remember which one it was? I don't because I still no. haven't seen it. I, I really enjoyed VHS 99. Which is surprising. I thought that wasn't going to be good. I don't know why. Well, you know, uh, we're just reviews, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever you come across like letterbox and stuff, uh, like it's like an instant turn off. Like yeah. I, I need to stop doing that. I try not to look at that stuff at all yeah. uh, or, or not until after I see the movie. Cause yeah, and there's really nothing of value to gain from, from it's that true. Kind of stuff, you know, especially uh, with Rotten Tomatoes. Cause nowadays these studios are literally yeah. just buying yeah. what, what rating they're getting. Mm. That's crazy. Well, I know that for, for some movies, like with the IMDB ratings, it's just, people like yeah. hardcore fans of the movie or people who hate it for whatever reason yeah just sort of like kill the uh you know the rating or whatever mm-hmm. yeah but uh but yeah anyway yeah i mean i if i never heard anything from you about like vhs 99 like the reviews or whatever yeah. i'd just be in my own little world like wow that movie was fucking awesome yeah, all those see, stories awesome. were great you know i'm just in my own little thing i'm sure i'm gonna like it because I, I actually enjoyed 94 i never finished yeah. it 
because I saw a screening. I had to leave early, but I, I saw like most of those segments and I thought they were fun. Yeah, I liked uh, the one that I think that broke through the most out of the VHS 94 is Ratma. You know, I think the, the segment was called Sewer Drain or whatever. But uh, but yeah, it's yeah. awesome. This VH modern VHS company I love called Witter Entertainment. Okay. They work with broke horror fan as well. But they release new horror movies like on VHS, you know, all officially licensed, yada yada. Anyway, yeah. they released a big box version of uh, VHS ninety four, and it's got like a rat man on the cover on the cover, which is a giant rat man monster. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, but, that's a good uh, one. I do remember that one. Yeah, I hope they put out this new one VHS ninety nine on tape because obviously yeah. you know VHS. Don't be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Piffle. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Someone's come for a nutritious breakfast. Hello, my name is Boo. (laughs) Let me finish. Booberry, my ghostly good blueberry flavored cereal, Booberry, (laughs) is part of this complete breakfast. Frankenberry's got strawberry flavored marshmallows. Count Chocula's got chocolate marshmallows. But I've got blueberry flavored marshmallows. Frankenberry. Count Chocula. (laughs) And Booberry. Those movies it makes it tape, fits yeah. yeah and and they just announced too that they're putting out terrifier 2 on tape uh because they put out the original terrifier Fucking on love that movie yeah. so much yeah. i mean i'm gonna have i spoiler i have a couple terrifier related episodes coming up so we don't have to like get crazy into it but yeah. what would you think of it i thought it was great man i thought it was uh so we saw it i, I um specifically asked you know the theater owners hey i want to get uh this movie coming out called terrifier 2 uh, it'd be great if we could get it. So then we ended up booking it. I think it was October 6th. Uh, so I did like a, I've been calling it uh, new release terrors. Yeah. Uh, so we did that uh, new release terror screening of terrifier Two early October. And, it, and we had a huge crowd for it, both shows. And uh, yeah, I, I thought the movie was phenomenal. I thought it was a little, um, the runtime was a little long. Okay. Uh, but I thought the art, the clown was phenomenal. And I think the, the, the effects especially they seemed all, mostly all practical to me mm-hmm. were like a different level yeah like genuinely had like incredible special effects on that movie and that's what's so wild it was made for a quarter of a million dollars it already made like 40 times its budget yeah, it, like that's it, fucking crazy what's happening with terrifier 2 is, is like astonishing it's like truly like it's, it's mind-blowing it's super rare for a movie to break through like that i mean you probably you know i follow a lot of them on social media but Same. But like, uh, so the New York Times did a full article on what's going on with Terrifier 2. Stephen King's tweeting about it. How is you know, They're on like the morning talk shows talking about Terrifier 2. You know, the whole people are throwing up or passing out yeah. screenings. You know, that's like the perfect storm of what you want for your like little independent movie. I yeah. Mean, I, although I had, uh, you know, I didn't help make the movie in any way at all. I feel like deeply proud of it just as totally. a horror fan yeah. to see like independent horror uh just skyrocket like that you know and you can um, tell they just had fun with it as yeah. if they were just a bunch of kids making a movie yeah. but you know while it feels like that you know at times i'm watching this thing and i'm like dude this feels like it was made for multi-million oh dollars. yeah yeah for 100 uh, i mean the the scene with art in the uh in the bedroom 
Oh yeah, uh, great kill with the you know where he's like scalping her and yeah. whole, the whole bit. I mean that scene was gnarly. That, you know that was supposed to end with yeah. like her eye getting cut open and then you know COVID hit. Yeah, and they basically came back and were like, okay, we got some time to to shoot some more, so let's yeah. shoot some more. And yeah, that's that's one of the longest kills in probably yeah, history. So great. I don't know if if um they had that uh for every screening of the movie like all it's been in theaters but when we did it there was like a after the credits there was like a behind the scenes like yeah, uh, yeah. segment you know where they interviewed damien leon and all them uh involved in the movie and they, i think yeah. he talked about that scene yeah 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 but yeah you know a lot of that it, you know stuff of like you know people were throwing up or passing out you know that was a lot of that is to get promotion totally uh, i i don't think the filmmakers anybody did it but you know that's just a but i can I can imagine that movie being doing that to people for real. I, I think people got sick. Yeah. I, I mean, for sure, for like, you know, you're so, so in, at the terrors uh, screening, a lot of people were like laughing and having a good time. So, yeah. I mean, that I would say generally that's a pretty hardcore horror audience. So nothing's really totally. going to like surprise them. But, you know, you get some regular people off the street, you know, just seeing this movie that they heard about. I can see that some of that stuff fucking them up, you know. Well, I mean. man, I, I was showing my dad the other day and he didn't want to even watch it. Like, <laughs> well, it starts off, man, pretty gnarly too. Straight off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> because it's what is this art in the laundromat, right? Oh, okay. well, even before that, he yeah. kills the guy with the hammer. Right. And yeah. then yeah, the laundry right. the laundromat's amazing. And then the the little the little girl uh little pale girl. clown, you know, she yeah. just shits herself and uh, yep. all that in the seat. Like it was really that's a way to start a movie, man. Yeah. That that laundry scene is one of my favorite scenes in the movie yeah. because it's just so fucking funny. Yeah, and then you get some uh, art butt you know art the clown you get his you know, butt his but he's, he's just sitting there butt naked clapping yeah. to himself and yeah. the guy's just sitting there like what yeah he looked cool he looked all bloody and balls oh, and awesome. stuff yeah it was great i mean uh, i do feel like uh you know it was it was cool to see it early in october yeah like before anyone realized you know it was going to become this like crossover like hit so yeah. like being able to watch it you know, every week become this juggernaut has been like super exciting. I can't wait for for them to do uh part three at this point. I mean, it'd be I think, silly not to do a part of Terrifier 3. I know? think they're streamlining the process. Like if I had to guess, they'll be shooting that by the end of summer or maybe Oh, they fall. should definitely put it like, you know, it's going to have a speed track. It, you know? I, I wouldn't doubt. Like, I mean, they should honestly, you know, I know a lot of people are like eh, another sequel. They should. They should make it as many as they can while people see it. You know, I mean, you know, four make there's four or be, five. There's gonna be five of them. Them. I mean, Look how many Halloween movies, yeah. how many Nightmare on Elm Street movies we got. You know, there's gonna be definitely five. You know, they can definitely as long as they keep the uh, keep art. You know, and 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 the kills and all that kind of love and love and uh, attention with the special effects. I think you can definitely. I wouldn't mind seeing Terrifier, a new Terrifier, every couple of years. And he he's yeah. definitely expanding the story. I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't even doubt if he ends on another cliffhanger the next time, yeah. though. He's probably gonna keep doing that. But you know, his his storytelling is definitely interesting. I just hope he doesn't get too crazy with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know still next to nothing about art. You know, like yeah. his origin, which is fine. I mean, yeah. I don't really need to know anything about. It. I know other people don't want to know yeah. what's what's to do with our idol. I personally don't care. You can just show up and, exactly. and fuck people up and then go I'm away. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go hide under your rock yeah. until the next sequel. <laughs> yeah, man, I love it. Um, uh, where did you, where did, where and when did you see it? Uh, I, all in California, pretty much. I saw it four times actually in the theater. Wow. Um, you're a fucking madman. I saw the first, the first time I went with John Carius, which that one was, well, actor. right. Was it at like a festival or just, did you go see it at a regular, it was like a regal? AMCs, okay, all, gotcha. all AMCs. Uh, yeah. The first one I saw in Glendale, California at the AMC oh, nice. at the uh, Americana Oh, sweet. with John and we fucking loved it. Yeah. 
and I immediately saw it again and then again. And then I had to do a podcast for it, which that I have to edit next, but that'll be coming out soon uh, on Epic Film Guys. Oh, sweet. And we talked about it, but yeah, four times in the theater and I've been going back. It's on Screenbox now. You yeah. can stream it on there. And do you I, have stream Screenbox? I did. I had I had like a trial. Yeah. What like, kind of stuff they have on there? Um, is it is it like mostly indie stuff? Do they have any? I can't. It's like is that the is that the streamer that has like Freddy's Nightmares on it? Is oh yeah, show? I think it is. I think it is. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't checked them out yet. I have all the tapes of that. Oh, sweet. I, I collected all you the five to me. VHS tapes. Yeah, no fucking way. You shouldn't let me have them. I'm gonna let them get real rare. I should probably get those signed. By whom? England. Mm, maybe it's not a very good show. Uh, who cares? I want to watch it's it. It's silly. Anyway. It's very cheesy, but it's it's all right. Cheese. You don't get a lot of Freddy though, uh, from what I remember. Well, I know the Friday the Friday the Thirteenth TV series, and I don't think you had Jason at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that new one coming out, hold up. Oh, Crystal Lake, the prequel. Yeah, is that a that's a series? I think yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, crazy that that. Is so does the prequel mean no no Jason or no Pamela? No, they said they said a couple days ago that it can definitely have Jason. Oh, okay. They got so the they, rights they got to the do rights, it. So. Yeah. But what would what is it a prequel of like when he's a kid though? Like yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I'm gonna watch it, but it's like, well, if I'm am I gonna is it gonna be like a like a Bates Motel, like you know, little Jason and his mom, you know, being fucked up together. I mean, what is that? What is that? That is the perfect example of yeah. a great prequel. Yeah. Holy shit! Great yeah. Bates Motel was a fantastic yeah. show. You recommend it? Oh my god! To have you your, seen it? To your fans, your listeners? No, I haven't seen it. You never saw Bates Motel? I have not. Oh. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. That was that was legendary. The whole thing, wow. like it was like Breaking Bad style, good for like wow, a horror no for a horror show. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Nicole opinion. and I gotta watch it. Yeah. Oh, blow your mind. Um, back to Terrifier too. I hope those guys. I gotta. I hope to see them at a con again. I, I already met David Howard Thorne, but I'd love to meet him again. Go um, meet him next weekend. He's gonna be at Monster Mania. Oh yeah, I'll just uh just get in California. Your little, your little car and yeah. get to Philly. Yeah. Oh, Philly. Okay. Philly. Okay. It's only so like six hours. Bad. Yeah. But I have um a Terrifier two theatrical poster. I mean, Do we you? only got one. Yeah. So From I, the theater. Yeah, I can man- manage to score it. So. Interesting. I'll be stealing it's, that. It's a, an amazing looking poster. I mean, I love know, it. They fucking kill. I think what is it like Creepy Duck? Is that guy's name? Would do or something yeah i think yeah, so but it's beautiful beautiful poster and that's the one that's gonna be on the steel book the exclusive one yeah. at walmart um, yes 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 that sounds right i have to pre-order and then best buy's got the cool 4k with lauren on it yeah from what i understand there's a, there's a release coming out next month but the steel book that you're talking about doesn't come out till summer of next year like june or july so. no way yeah it i got I pushed mean, i thought it was december so uh, the the steel book from what i understand is not scheduled for release until the summer but the other editions i believe are next month i'd have to look that's not i think you're wrong okay i, I mean, want to say you, it was if december. you have the right info i'd love to know the right information. i'm gonna find out i'm very curious any any other thoughts on terrifier too though um let's see steel book i uh i can't wait to see part three I, you know I, I can't uh um well you know for your listeners, the, my original plan was to book a double feature of the original Terrifier and Terrifier 2 for Terrors, uh, but that wasn't able to, to happen, but that was the original idea. The Steelbook was right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. What is it now? It's No, I mean, that's that's what I remember it being. Yeah. It, says, it says now, if it's coming to Tonawanda, it is Thursday, the 29th of December. That's when you receive it if you ordered. For, but I think that's the Walmart? Walmart one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I think uh 
I want to say, yeah, I want to say the actual date is like the 28th. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's good. I got to pre-order then. Yeah. Uh, that's probably one of those movies that if I have the money, I'm going to get all the editions that I can. Of Same. Because I think Amazon is an exclusive that has the slipcover and all yeah. that. With that, Because there's two main pieces of artwork for Terrifier 2. The one that was in uh, the theatrical poster and another one that had like art and jack-o'-lanterns and stuff on it. You know, Yeah. Really pretty cool. I like that version too. Yeah, that's, that's some good looking art on there. But that's more of like a teaser poster, I would yeah. say, more than anything. But I mean, that, that one's cool for like a shirt. Yeah, it was definitely cool. I mean, I think that's going to be on the on the slipcover, uh, and yeah, then yeah, the other yeah. is then the uh, one right. on the actual package, the right. Blu-ray disc case is is the theatrical poster. So, I want them all. Speaking of that, uh, what are, what are some other upcoming releases? I, I mentioned the Texas Chainsaw Two Vinegar Syndrome. You're on the record saying it's already out. Yes, is it really? Yes, I mean I've seen a ton of accounts on Instagram posted already. That's wild. I wonder yeah. if they just got it early for review or if I'm just wrong. I thought I know the guy at the vinegar syndrome table told me it was December. It was Christmas time, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe it was all subscribers and they got their hard, hard subscriber box. Uh, Are you going to do the, uh, the black Friday sale? Uh, yeah. If I, ha- if I, ha- if I have any extra money for sure, I'd love to do that. I, I know I want to get that video violence, uh, double feature thing they have. What's that? You know, the SOV movies, uh, it's like it's got Vinegar Syndrome put them out on 4K, Blu-ray, uh, the first, you know, Video Violence 1 and 2. Maybe. Double feature. I think about it. Uh, that's probably one thing I want to keep an eye on. But what I'm, uh, other releases I'm looking forward to, Pearl is coming out this upcoming Tuesday. Pearly, Pearly, Pearl. That was a good movie. Yeah, I loved Pearl. One of my favorites of the year, I'd say. Whoa. Uh, yeah. That was good. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> fucking me a goth i mean that's her movie man she carries that whole thing Ooh, i bet she is a goth i bet that's like <laughs> a very accurate last name i i don't know i don't know her she looks like a goth yeah like she was in her past life <laughs> um i'm excited for maxine though yes with three x's uh, uh i know you're on the record saying you thought x was not as good as pearl 100 percent true interesting 100 yep, accurate i i didn't yeah. i didn't like hate or dislike x i mean i saw it i own it I just thought um, that Pearl is a much more uh, kind of movie for me. I feel like Ty West uh, like had a vision for what he wanted with Pearl. Like it was a very distinct vision. He wanted it to look like a Technicolor, yeah, Wizard of the Oz, was Wizard of Oz type of thing, you know. Um, and it worked. It worked, man. It really worked for me, you know. And Mia Goth, I, th- I think she helped write and produce Pearl. So she, you know, got to contribute a little more than she did for X. You know? <laughs> yeah. I actually got to see X with uh, Ty West the first time. Oh, yeah. At the Tarantino. Did you guys theater. hold hands? We did not, uh, but we got a picture together. Oh, that's but cute. I don't know. I don't know if that like made it like cooler to see that with him and like a crowd. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed X. And then I saw Pearl like at a test screening. Mm. So I saw it early. I, I didn't actually rewatch Pearl at the regular screening of it coming oh, okay. to theaters, which I should have. Yeah. Cause it might've been a little different. Yeah, sure. But it was really good. I really liked it. I want to give that a rewatch. Same. Definitely to buy it. Is that out? Uh, Tuesday it's coming out. Really? On so, Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh-huh. Walmart's wow. got a cool exclusive of, of that one as well. Are Blu-rays coming out quicker now? Cause I, I think so. Yeah. I, I remember back like in it. the day, it was always like, okay, three months after it plays in the theater. Well, I mean, everything's, you know, a lot of stuff is on streaming only after, you yeah. know, sometimes day and date or like, I don't know, 10 days after theaters, you know, it's in yeah. theater. So yeah, certainly the game has changed. The only thing about things coming out on Blu-ray quicker 
which is nice because, you know, I, I hope, you know, I try to see things as quick as I can in theaters. And then if I like it, I buy the Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. But it's harder to find movies in stores now. It like, is. It's all, it's, you know, it's next to impossible. I mean, your Walmart's targets, Best Buy's, they keep shrinking their locations. Yeah. And in here in the Western New York area, you know, the Best Buy I used to go all, all to all the time was like the Niagara Falls Boulevard location. Yeah. Uh, but they ha- have so slim now, all, almost nothing. And the same thing with the Walmart is that there's one one or two stores that have all the shit. So let's say I want uh, to buy, Pearl. you know, Pearl or something or some other movie. Like I'd have to go to the fucking Wall and Galleria Best Buy, which is a whole fucking trek for me. But yeah. if I want it, I want to get it. I have to go to that location in order to do it, which kind of sucks. I mean, what's even the point then? I don't yeah. I'm not going to really go to that store, you know, that often uh, um, totally. for a movie. But that's why it's so much easier uh to with you know order stuff off a diabolic dvd or mm-hmm. orbit or whatever i mean those online retailers um you know how long do they take to ship diabolic uh so it depends i mean i i like to pre-order pre-order a lot of my stuff from them uh and usually it, when you pre-order you get it Day a few of. days before yeah. release oh, wow. date you know uh but yeah they're usually quick i mean i think they're in new jersey maybe or at least wherever they ship from so oh, nice. i usually get stuff if they ship it on a monday I'll get it, you know, Thursday, you know, nice. so it's only a few days, which is nice. You know, I feel like I definitely ordered some things from them. Yeah. Well, it's nice because they put they, they, they take care of the, you know, um, you make sure they make sure you will receive the movie undamaged. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Nice, no, you know? I do remember that. Yeah. Good packaging. Yeah. We got some other really good horror news today. I mean, it's kind of shitty for me, um, but Scream 6 got pushed up by three weeks. I don't know if you saw that. It was originally coming out on the 31st of March, which technically means it would have come out Thursday night, which would have been March 30th, my birthday. Oh, sweet. So I'm a little bummed because now it's playing March 10th. So I can't have a big birthday party at Scream 6. Oh, no. But I'm looking forward to that movie. It's it's taking place in Manhattan, in New York City, mm. on Halloween night. Oh, okay. Interesting. And that should be really fun. I mean, I'm going to see it either way, but... What did uh, you think of the last one? I didn't, I didn't know it was too hot on it, to be honest. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, is is Neff Campbell not taking part in Scream 6? That's what everybody thinks. I yeah. 100% think she's in it. I, I mean, for me, so if they're going to... I know you want to move on from your legacy characters eventually as a franchise, but I do think that maybe the most interesting part of the screen movies for me is like seeing Nev Campbell and Sydney, you know, Courtney Cox and all of them, you know, I do enjoy those characters and, and, and their camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing their ongoing story, you know, I don't know if um, the new characters are up to snuff just yet. In my opinion, they definitely carry a franchise. I don't know. They really did Dewey dirty in that last one. Oh yeah. I mean, they, uh, it was not, uh, I was not a fan of that. Yeah. Personally. I mean, I know you got to eventually move on. Yeah. You know, but, um, but Dewey, that might've been his finest performance yet as that character. I mean, he's funny, you know, and he's got, you yeah. know, he's a sweet, good natured guy. And it's like, well, why kill off this character? You know, it's just totally. one of the coolest, uh, you know, I will say the scream movie was miles leaps better than Halloween ends. My yeah, God. Yeah. yeah I've, would certainly rather watch Scream Five than Halloween Ends. Oh, you know, any any day. You know? Horrible movie. I strongly dislike it. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you. Like, I've, I think I told Kyle this, but I've never been more pissed off watching a horror movie in my life. Probably. <laughs> like, I literally went to this all excited, and I, I knew, I knew, I knew, 
I was like, I, I'm not a big fan of this David Gordon Green trilogy as it is, but I knew going into it, it was either going to be horrible, like like the worst one of the three, yeah. or the best one. Yeah. Um, it was by far the worst one, like ten yeah. times over. Yeah. So I'm somebody who uh, I think I loved Halloween 2018. I genuinely thought it was a phenomenal movie. I did not like Halloween Kills. Yeah. Not very much at all. I did not like it. So I was calling me surprised by it. I was like, wow, Halloween ends. Somehow that's even worse than Halloween Kills, which yeah. I already did not like at all. Which is wild. Um, like how do you fuck that? Yeah, up? I thought it was very, I don't know how they came. I, honestly, I don't know how it, the script brought it proved how how anyone approved of that. It's uh, too many chefs in the kitchen. That's the issue. I, it's just clearly, you know, to get these movies made and, and released, you know, there's certain definitely a committee and, and, and there's definitely a lot of people reading it and signing off on it. And I just wonder how they decided. So, you know, so spoilers if you haven't seen the movie at this point, but like I would say 80% of Halloween ends uh, revolves around a brand new character um, Corey. Ca- called Corey, you know, Corey, it's it, Corey Cunningham. Like it's brand new character introduced in this movie for the first time. And that basically takes over the movie. This uh, it's a very yeah. Corey movie, very like incredibly Corey heavy. And it's not Michael. Michael takes a seat on the bleachers. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Michael becomes an old decrepit man living in a sewer uh, for his big finale, you know, and uh, <laughs> which is uh, really ridiculous. And you know, Oculus. Yeah. I just uh, I, I I'm mystified. Like, you know, I've seen some people say, like, it's it's like the Halloween three. You know, they try to do something no, different. Not at all. And I've said couple times now at this point halloween 3 is not connected in any way to the overarching michael laurie loomis haddonfield story there there's no unless unless you include that little tv clip yeah that's an easter egg that's (laughs) that's easter egg but 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 the the main but it's not connected to that narrative at all halloween ends is supposed to be the finale of this overarching narrative uh of michael laurie haddonfield Mm -hmm. you know loomis is gone but you know he was a main part of the the series and so like no it, i it's not it's not halloween three no halloween ends is not comparable in, in my no. opinion to to halloween three season of the witch so and i think i think the cheap the cheap gag rip off of the halloween three font in the the title card did didn't nothing. do anything for me it did fucking didn't nothing. Do anything. i'm like why is what is this you know i, I was like oh that looks kind of like the twin peaks fire wonk with me uh font you yeah know? But uh, and also people like, oh, it did something different. I give it respect for me. Fuck like fuck those people. It might have been something different for Halloween. Yeah, maybe. But it's not like it's not what we come here for. It's not it's not different. It's not like it was some earth shattering new plot that they discovered. I mean, it's a lot of people have compared it to Christine, the movie Christine, you know, Yeah. or I mean, I don't know if it's even different for Halloween, honestly, because looking Halloween, what, four and five, they set it up where Jamie Lloyd was going to look like it was going to become a killer or something, you know, take over the, you know, the serial killer mantle there, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it's just a a really embarrassed, kind of embarrassing too, like the whole, the whole thing where Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, uh, Laurie Strode screams out, you know, uh, just show grief your tits or whatever the line is, as she says, like, I've never felt so much embarrassment yeah. uh sitting in my like movie theater seat for, <laughs> it was like, bad something that i like I, i'm not this is secondhand embarrassment like it, it was yeah, very was, like, puzzling i wanted to disappear and melt into my seat i was so yeah. embarrassed by it it was very puzzling know? and uh and 
fucking Michael crowd surfing through Haddonfield, you know, yeah, like literally. just uh, baffling. It was baffling and bizarre. I mean, you know, and a lot of I've seen people say, you know, just give it, you know, 15, 20 years, whatever. It's going to be some kind of new cult classic. I mean, well, it could happen. Not gonna Who happen. knows? I mean, you know, anything's possible. I do feel that it, it's hard to say that about a movie on its release date. You know, like you just get out of it. You're like, oh, this isn't this is like it's going to be a cult classic in 15 years. You yeah. know, like usually that stuff happens on accident. You know what I mean? Plus, so the way the Halloween franchise works, all those movies in it have a certain level of visibility just by being Halloween movies yeah. under that umbrella. So, you know, is can you call like any Halloween movie like a cult classic? I mean, yeah, I guess Halloween. Halloween three sort of became its own yeah. standalone thing in popularity, but um, you know, uh, there's I feel feel like few other Halloween sequels sort of became that a stand like yeah. you know like a standalone uh, fan favorite kind of thing. You know, yeah. like, you, know you know, it's not like Halloween Resurre uh, Resurrection is you know <laughs> standing on its own. You know, no, the only yeah. reason we, we people still talk about that movie probably is because it's part of the. Halloween franchise. And the reason I own it is because it came in that box set that Scream Factory put out like a decade ago. And so, Buster Rhymes. You know, yeah, Buster Rhymes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but um, which I will say, like, I, I would rather watch that resurrection movie three times over <laughs> than watch ends again. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. And um it's more fun. It, I mean, it I haven't even been able to watch Halloween Kills again. I mean, it took me like a year to finally buy the, the 4K Blu-ray release. I haven't watched it. It was like it was like I had to like kicking and screaming and finally get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, There's uh, aspects of that and the 2018 that I like, but there are a bunch of aspects I hate. Yeah, and I think those are both mixed bags. Halloween ends is just a dumpster fire through and through. It's it's awful. <laughs> but kill kills. I will say there's there was like a couple of things I kind of liked. Like I liked yeah. I liked what they tried to do with the opening with like some of the throwback stuff. A lot of it was very sloppy and awful. Yeah. Like a lot of it was. Even Lonnie was like not believable at all. Yeah. I I think if, you know, when the time comes to rewatch, and I mean, not that I will, but I could just get rid of anything, everything that happened at the hospital. And that oh, movie. totally. Like it's that, so unnecessary. That, everything, every moment that's in the hospital, I would just, I, and I do think that I, I probably say it all the time, but horror movies we have to start getting back into the 90 90 minutes or less runtime yeah you know um, i feel that because it generally it works it's a tighter more efficient well-paced movie if it's 90 minutes yeah you know I, th I think we have to get to a point where editors yeah the director you know the playing important roles in making these movies but we have to have an editor again you know you look at some of the the most iconic auteurs in, in film you know you got your martin scorsese your tarantino your david lynch those guys they worked with for some of their best movies they worked with the same editor you know yeah and sometimes you do need that that second set of eyes or whatever to to really narrow down the movie that you want you know no totally be best for audiences and i think we need to get back down to 90 minutes or less honestly and it's definitely the writing team that we're blaming for the, for these movies i mean i'm not blaming you know yeah. i didn't like it and i there's reasons why i didn't like it but who made it who wrote it i, I would say the writing the writing is the biggest issue yeah. though I, I would say like chris nelson who did the effects amazing yeah james u courtney played a pretty good michael myers uh you know even david gordon green you know he directed it but like i i wouldn't throw all the blame towards him i think it was just the fact that they had a million different writers on it 
all throwing in their, yeah. their say and their their coin yeah and that just kind of fucked things up and I, I don't know yeah like definitely with halloween ends i don't know who approved that shit but like they really did a disservice to jamie and even in kills like she's just like sitting in the hospital most of yeah the with her little boyfriend there you know and now now they really did a disservice to michael yeah. and it's like yeah like i can't believe in that that poster is such a fucking lie too. I know, right? <laughs> you, you see, you see the poster. Michael has like a power stance right in front of Lori. As yeah, if they're it's doing like, the back to back lethal lethal weapon. Yeah, poster, that is yeah. not the movie you get not at, at all. all. Yeah, and it's just it's just a it's a phony. It's yeah. a phony movie. Well, what they wanted, what the, a lot of what they did uh, is, is just to get asses and seats, which is which, that's which why is they, the job of marketing, honestly. So that's why they called it Halloween Ends yeah, and yeah. Kills, and that's why they ripped off the first title. Because it's all about money. Well, it's an issue. Sure. I mean, I hate that. The reason why I assume we got Halloween kills and ends is because Halloween 18 was a huge success. You know what I mean? And I just assuming here that there was no trajectory. Exactly. They didn't have a a trilogy planned. uh, And the surprise of Halloween 18 maybe caught them off guard, you know. Well, take um, take some more time. Don't just rush into things. I agree with you. I mean, because what Halloween Kills came out twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. So, and this we're getting it, which is weird. I feel like a movie's coming out faster too, because Scream Five just came out January of this year, twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. So we're getting the next one. You said what March? Well, they immediately started filming that. Yeah. Like this summer. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, like X, six months yeah, after the release, there was a reason why X and Pearl came out so close together. You know, yeah. so that made sense. But yeah, I didn't surprise these movies are coming out so quickly. Well, it's they're being smart about it though. Even with Terrifier, it's like if he waits a couple of years, that might that might hurt how much money it's going to make. But if he makes that yeah. and streamlines the process and it puts it out like next year or something, like that's going to make a lot of money. Uh, see, I don't think the success of Terrifier Two is something that you can uh, re- replicate. replicate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I don't. I don't think it'll do it that well. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say though. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm sure that Terrifier Three is presumably going to cost a little more money since they made yeah. so much money with this that they're going to have more money to play with. Yeah. And I think whatever happened, what's happened with Terrifier Two is complete like lightning in the bottle. You know, I'm sure that now. They got a whole new fan base yeah. that are all about Art the Clown, and I think for sure they're going to be able to, uh, you know, have like a legit theatrical release from the very beginning, you know. Um, but I do hope that they keep their sort of like grassroots thing, you know, because I thought Terrifier two, uh, the regular, uh, the original Terrifier was popular, you know. Yeah. I mean, among horror fans for sure. I mean, we were all even, you know, it was yeah. like spreading like wildfire. And I can't believe that somehow Terrifier two even like kicked it up a notch like it did but that was very cool oh totally um i wonder i'm just curious where they're gonna go with terrifier 3 maybe yeah. they'll just like send them to space i hope not you that's know. a surefire way to kill kill the franchise yeah <laughs> but i'm uh i'm actually seeing that new movie bones and all oh yes on sunday By luca luca he's Guardiana. gonna be there he's oh, gonna be very there. cool i'm gonna bring my suspiria blu-ray that movie you hate well i didn't hate it i mean yeah, maybe yeah. i did at the time i don't remember anymore but uh it's all right you know it it's good. got me in it so you got yeah and uh anyways that that looks very good i think that's gonna be the next great horror ish movie is it like i don't i can't even tell if it's a straight i think it's like a horror slash drama movie yeah, I mean, sometimes those are the best, uh, best ones. I They're honestly great, think yeah. it looks a little bit like Near Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it has that sort of vibe, you know. Yeah, uh, palette. It's yeah. got all that. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks, looks fun and dark and crazy. Yeah. Love, love Timothy Chalamet. I'm not sure who that girl is, though. Was she in? I, I don't know. Uh, but I noticed that guy from, I forgot what it was, uh, that, is it called a, 
um, what was that Coen Brothers movie? Uh, Serious Man. Yeah, the guy from A Serious Man is in this one. I forget his name. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a good actor. Uh, he's in Bones and all. Are you a serious man? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see here. What what are some of the upcoming terror screenings? So on November seventeenth is uh, the deep cut of of Terror Season Eleven. We're playing a film called Phantom of the Mall: Eric's Revenge. On uh, that's from nineteen eighty nine. I still need to see that. Yeah, probably the first and only movie for terrors that that's uh, features Paulie Shore. Ah. So the weasel, uh, Ken Forey is also in it. He's got a little cameo. Kind of you thing. really, you, you really enjoy doing the deep cuts in November. I noticed. Yeah, I, I, I sort of like uh, having a rhythm to the season seasons yeah. where it's like a big movie, smaller movie, big movie. You know, just um, good way to do it. So you don't, I don't blow all the, the super big movies. You know, at once. Uh, and also it's fun because a lot of people haven't seen those deep cuts. And it, uh, so all the crazy, craziest stuff scenes in those movies, uh, everyone's seen it for the first time, you know. Um, and then uh, we're closing out uh, Terrors 11 with uh, Christmas Evil ooh, on uh, December 8th. That's amazing. Yeah, we're going to have that's our big Christmas show. You know, we're going to have the theater decorated. We'll do the uh, probably the Toys for Tots donation drive for nice. kids. And then we're going to do our secret Satan gift exchange. Ooh. Ooh. You haven't been in Buffalo and we've done one of those, right? I definitely have. Is it secret Satan? Or... Yeah, secret Satan. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe yeah. not. I've yeah, been I don't a lot of the been Christmas in any of recent December shows because we did. Uh, yeah, it's been a few years. Uh, we Black Christmas. We did that in 2019, I think it was. We, I was at that um, one. You sure? I, I thought I for sure was at Black Christmas. Well, I don't. That doesn't seem right. No way. Because I feel like usually come to come to Buffalo. October and then sometime during the summer. Really? At least that's the way it's been for a while. But yeah, so we started the, the Secret Satan thing, which is, um, you know, you bring in a new wrapped horror gift uh, and then you receive one. Obviously, you don't know who it's from or what it is. And that's kind of the fun. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so yeah, we did that for Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And now we're going to do it this year for uh, Christmas Eve, which should be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I'm, I'm meeting a couple of those those actors uh the the killer from silent Night, dead Night one oh, and nice. two. Oh, what a dream team they're doing midsummer scream this like christmas evil event i mean that was kind of a pun i guess <laughs> yeah but i forgot what it's called it's like a christmas horror convention that they're having but they're also having the guy that played jack frost yeah and the horror version of uh that's pretty jack rare frost. yeah that's, rare that's pretty neat i have his autograph uh do you yeah he uh, there's those horror bo like monthly subscription boxes. Oh, and one of the months, uh, there was like a signed eight by eight, eight by ten of Jack Frost with no that guy, Scott something or other McDonald. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like super excited. I bought that off of eBay or whatever. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, I need that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm wondering if I should just get that Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray signed, or if I should get him on like an eight by ten, probably eight by ten. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, they're easy point. to display. You can just stick it on the wall or something, you know, put it in a frame, stick it up on the wall. I have so many, though. You have no idea. It's, no, I think I have an idea. I've seen some of them. It's yeah. wild. They're, like, all over my apartment. And you got a little book, too, that you put them in, right? If they're not on the wall, yeah. Yeah, that's but pretty cool. I don't buy them to put it on my book, though. Like, yeah. if I buy one, it's because I want to put it on my wall, and I, yeah. I'm definitely running out of space. But I don't know. That's that's a definite nostalgic one though like from like the childhood of definitely like seeing that videotape in the store oh yeah it's great the lenticular cover i have i have that on tape and i have the jack frost and one and two on tape with the lenticular yeah. covers i like those back when we would like fucking put the the tape in like the children's section <laughs> and just fucking reverse them that was funny yeah so speaking of um science stuff uh, 
I don't know if I showed it to you, but I know I don't know if we or we I hadn't happened last time I was on the show. But uh, to make a long story short, so at at the theater we had the David Cronenberg movie that came out this year, Crimes of the Future. Oh yeah. Uh, and so something happened. I don't. Want, I'm not going to go on the whole story. But I'll do it. I no. I don't have time. Please. No, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it. Uh, but <laughs> but I. So long story short, I found a pair of underwear while cleaning the theater, <laughs> uh, while cleaning Crimes of the Future. Ew. And uh, that incident led directly to Neon, the studio that released Crimes of the Future. Yes. Uh, we somehow got in touch, you know, because of this underwear incident. And they sent me a bunch of stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh like uh, I'm still drinking it. Actually, they sent like maybe I don't know four boxes of White Claws, uh, oh, yeah. a couple of cases of Modelo, Gatorades, real the whole over the there. Whole, the yeah, the whole shebang. And they also included uh, gloves. You know, um, uh, disposable hand gloves. You know, like to, Giallo. Uh, no, not yeah, not black <laughs> leather gloves. It'd be cool if they did. That'd be sick. <clears throat> but the the crown jewel of what they sent and co- took co- took me completely out of surprise uh, by surprise. Um, we uh, uh, they sent uh, a, a poster tube that, had, you know, the set crimes of the future. And so I just thought it was, you know, the regular crimes of the future poster, which we already had. But and, and it was made out to me. I have the label. It was Peter Theater. Yeah, that's on the label. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I opened the, the poster tube and take out the poster and I was slowly unrolling it and to discover that it was signed by David Cronenberg and the whole cast of the movie. So we're talking Viggo Mortensen. Kristen Stewart, Scott Speedman, oh. and Leia Sidhu. Uh, I uh, about fainted. Yeah. When I saw it. Now, that's like probably one of my most prized possessions at this point. As soon as I have a little extra money, I want to get it professionally framed. Yeah. Do because it. that's one of those posters that, you know, uh, has to be framed. Yeah. It's like a centerpiece. I mean, I, you know, a centerpiece of my collection. I have to get like, like fancy glass and all that because that's something I want to treasure like yeah. for my lifetime, you know, because I, you know, a lot of those people that I don't think any of them do conventions. I mean, Cronenberg, I know, is don't does one or two here and there, but Vigo yeah. is not doing conventions. Kristen Stewart is not doing conventions that I know of, you know. I got Cronenberg at, uh, I can't remember if it was Beyond Fest, but it was at the Egyptian Theater yeah. and he did a signing and I, I got him on my fly Blu-ray. Right, yeah, I remember that. But that was so many years ago now at this point. I don't yeah, know if it, it was like four years ago. Yeah, I, I think he did Texas Frightmare maybe. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But that was a long time ago now at this yeah. point, you know. So, I mean, he's still, clearly still working. And I'm somebody who I really enjoyed crimes of the future i don't know if you've seen it but um, oh yeah it was it, it was our i mean it, it was yeah <laughs> i i liked it yeah i don't know it's i thought it complimented videodrome existence it definitely uh, very did very well it was a nice like part three of that little trilogy you know to be honest i feel like i was like a little tired the day i saw it and it, yeah, it just was it was a bit much when yeah. you're like not like totally in yeah. the zone no I, I i get that yeah you eugene and i saw it together opening night at the at the theater it was, Did you it was like nice it? yeah yeah we both liked it quite a bit yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna give that one a rewatch yeah. too yeah i uh yeah i bought that uh, pretty quickly i'm excited i mean like you said earlier it's been an incredible banner year for horror but uh yeah. it's almost like you forget exactly exactly how many great movies yeah. coming out. i mean in a regular year getting a new Cronenberg movie would be the biggest deal. I mean, for me, yeah. it still is. I mean, you know, huge, uh, yeah. especially because of this crimes of the future poster thing. I mean, that's probably one of, you know, I'm not going to forget that, you know, and I probably talked about it in the last podcast, but if anyone listening, one of the movies, uh, horror movies of the year that if you haven't seen yet is a must watch. It's called, uh, you are not alone. You're not alone. It's, okay. uh, 
from um, sort of like a full core movie, but uh, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but it's called You're Not Alone. Came out earlier in 2022. Check it out. It hasn't got a Blu-ray release or anything yet. I'm very disappointed by that. Yeah. Um, but I, that might be the one that's um, like Pearl. Like Pearl mm-hmm. might be up there, you know, Pearl, Northman. Yeah. Bunch of crimes of the future, but it's it's on the list for me, you know. Um, I got some I got some pretty rare autographs this year myself. I uh, since we spoke last, I, I got to meet Kurt Russell at his wine event out in California. My buddy Jeremy invited me and I was able to get my thing Blu-ray signed. That's beautiful, which was fucking incredible. But more recently, and I, I don't think I talked about this on the podcast because I don't want this particular person to know that I got this. But um, anyways. We don't have to get to that, but I, I met Pamela Springsteen basically oh, from Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3. And long story short, it was a very awkward interaction. Had to meet meet her, get the graph, and I got it. Mm. And I, I'm probably one of the only people on planet Earth that have a Sleepaway Camp 2 Blu-ray signed. Well, she doesn't do uh, convention appearances or anything. So. She wishes those movies did not exist <laughs> at this point she does not like them she oh that's a shame refused to be on the blu-rays uh you know they reached out to have her interview and she was like nope not not a fan no well at least she's sticking to her guns good for her you know yeah uh, it's kind of shitty i wish she embraced it it'd be sick to yeah. see her at like the cons because she yeah. she was really great in those yeah but that's a shame she was cool though she was nice i mean yeah. i just i was stoked to get it but, wow, that was pretty lucky get, dude. Yeah, I got some good ones this year. That was that. And then obviously Michael Doherty is, I would say, pretty rare. Yeah. He doesn't do cons. Hmm. So, yeah, I got some good ones. What, what's, like, another rare one you have? Uh, What do I have? What's a good uh, one? I mean, I'm not, like, a real autograph, like, hound yeah. type, you know, but... Uh, Joe Bob's cool. Yeah, Joe Bob's great. I mean, yeah, uh, and I, those action figures I actually have are super... or getting rare, you know. Really? The, the ones that... Uh, yeah, Fright Rags put out a couple of Joe Bob figures. I got the very first uh, one in the line that became like sold out immediately. He's in that one. He's wearing a blue shirt, Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. And then I got one from the company who made them uh, for Fright Rags. It's called Plastic Meatball. They made uh, their own exclusive of like a Halloween uh, Hootenanny version where it's Joe Bob wearing like a Halloween suit and stuff. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I got those both signed by Joe Bob and Darcy, which is really neat. But, yeah, there's nothing. That's probably probably nothing I have is going to beat that. Uh, crimes of the future poster i mean Mm -hmm. you know uh i can't fucking wait but um what do you call it uh terror's merch is there gonna be a new terror's merch in 2023 you think i hope so uh i mean i don't know if we even talked about it It uh because the last podcast episode we did was like what march march March, but yeah uh, since last time we spoke yeah we got um uh some terrorist bumper stickers made two yep. of them yep. and uh, one that says i heart terrors and the other one is uh, i believe it says terrorist's family if i'm not mistaken and then we got some terrorist koozies made uh you know uh they're actual terrorist uh koozie brand koozies Ooh. yeah very nice um and so we took those uh well we had them at our regular screenings earlier in the year but we also uh took them into the drive-in when we did terrors of the drive-in you know for your listeners in july uh we did two terrors of the driving screenings here at the transit drive-in the first one we did tremors and the blob 1988 and uh that was an incredible show uh and then a couple weeks after that we did from dust till dawn and tales from the crypt demon night uh and that was also a great show however the rain really washed the show out uh, you know we had a great crowd like the biggest crowd of that night 
but uh, the rain certainly kept some people away. But I had a wonderful time there. Um, so, you know, how I spoke earlier about like um, uh, Monster Squad was the biggest, most attended yeah. terror screening. And now I have to say at the Amherst, you know, I have yeah. to make that um, you distinction. Know, distinction. Yes, because, you know, right off the bat at the drive in, there's almost you know, space isn't an issue like it is at the Amherst. So like even right out the gate of that first like tremors in the blob screening, it was Seriously. like the biggest, uh, like the biggest crowd, you know, that we have ever had ever, you know, in all these years of doing this. Because, all cars too. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was wonderful. I mean, obviously, you know, not everyone was. Um, so I walked out, you know, um, I forgot who was with me, maybe Dan, but there was a line of cars like uh, waiting to get in, you know, at the entrance and, uh i you know i just because i was walking up and down the the driveway or whatever the yeah. fuck you call it the, <laughs> the entrance and it was all terrorist people you know because uh you know i know a lot of people that come to terrors you know so i could just see by looking walking up and down the row you know people were giving me a slice of pizza you know and like little treats along the way i was gathering it was truly an incredible experience man and we had vendors yeah you know at the amherst uh you know dead end toys has been with us since our very like the second screening you know, that best. we ever had yeah love them but because there's more room at the drive and we were able to add uh not only dead end but we also had our friends from uh, a local store called uh timeless babe set up and then for the second drive-in show, we had our friend at the Aaron Stitch set up. So we had like Terrors has a a, a a tent and stuff there at the drive-in. So there was like four vendors all together, like at the drive-in, which was really incredible. And I recorded my intros, you know. I mean, usually, you know, at the, at the Amherst, they do it live on yeah. the mic. Front. But since um, the the drive-in is, you know, much bigger outdoor venue, we ha- I sort of did a pre-recorded thing, which was uh, a lot of fun in its own way to do, you know next time you go there you should have your entrance be people crowd surfing you like michael like that'd be sweet yeah, yeah we could film that if we could film that i mean i definitely love to do that that'd be wonderful yeah um yeah what's the future of the terrorist drive in what are you thinking you're gonna do it again uh i'd certainly love to i mean uh i definitely want to plan in advance to the best i could you know uh and maybe do you know uh a few you know this we only did t- two tears of the driving show uh this past year because uh you know there was a bunch of other stuff coming up uh yeah. we had regular you know ter- classic terrors i you know and we did all these what i've been calling like i said earlier new release terrors yeah where like we get these new horror movies at the amherst and it's almost like um you know like a kind of like a terror like a meetup yeah but yeah. uh but yeah so we did that for the black phone and nope and terrifier 2 and yeah. yada yada so that you know that it's been very busy this year and i i like being busy so i'm not complaining but yeah, you know no, it's, it's hard to driving is a much bigger production than it is at the amherst like were you a lot more stressed yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent. i can't oh, even absolutely imagine. i was like you know my like pulling out my hair stressed before wow. the first one i mean because we, we there was just so many different moving parts you know uh it's a much like i said much bigger production than tears of the amherst because just just the sheer fact of like recording the introduction was a whole process you know like filming the introduction and everything you know um and you know getting everything coordinated with you know the amherst is like home base like i work there you know and and i know rich very well and i I, obviously i know people that work at the drive-in you know but it's different you know it's not it's not what i would consider like the amherst is because i worked there so long like a home away from home you know uh so you know, it's just uh, syncing up a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. 
What did you think of the black phone? Oh, I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. I, I it was a day one purchase when it came out on Blu-ray. I I think I rewatched it that night. It's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's like um uh honestly fits very well with um, you know, like so so Black Phone is based on a short story written by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Yeah. So I mean this the movie fits very well with other Stephen King adaptations, you know, namely like it 2017 and stuff. I mean, yeah. it's great, a great phenomenal film. I loved it. That was good from that opening night that we that we saw with the, the terrorist crowd. Those main kids were really good too. Yeah, phenomenal. I just love Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he was really great as the as a creepy slam ball villain. You know, yeah, great, great climax. Yeah, and also, um, since uh, well, terrorist terrorist acts terrorist season ten was underway last time we spoke on the podcast. But, yeah. Uh, at the end of the run, it, it was the first terror season of all sold out shows. So all the main shows, it was, was it? yeah, it was all of them. So we did first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah, that's what I think I, I've mentioned it before, but it's like gotten to the point where the, the deep cuts perform just about as well as the big, the big uh, so crossover crazy. movies, you know, which is really cool. I mean, you look at the, uh, that's a major you know, feat. Oh yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it certainly took some time to build that, but you got to build the audience, uh, yeah. you know, and, and earn some goodwill from them, you know, knowing that they're going to have a, they're going to have a consistent experience for whether it's, uh, from monster squad to phantom of the mall, they're going to have a good time. You know what I mean? The experience, the terrorist experience stays the same, no matter like how popular or not, you know, like unknown the movie is because, you know, we're going to have a good time. You know, I think that's what, what's, what's happened at the start of a terror season. Like when you announce the slate of films, when exactly do the tickets go on sale? Is this like at midnight? Uh, on a certain night or is it do people know like when exactly they're gonna drop and try to get their whole season slate so, so usually as soon as i make the announcement whether it's via social media or it's it's pretty much as soon as i make the announcement that here's the season poster here's we're playing the tickets are available wow okay e- either immediately or a couple hours after so a yeah. lot of people do buy them all at once. Yeah. yeah you know what i mean so they can have the same seats the whole season and all that so yeah um but yeah T- terror's x was uh, the first season of, of all sold out shows and and uh you know i don't want to give uh get ahead of myself but terror's 11 is looking pretty good right now too you know we did the beyond lucio fulci's film yeah great in august and then we did west craven's deadly friend uh in september and we just did the monster squad and all, all three of those shows were huge nice. phantom of the mall is looking very good too so I still need to see Deadly Friend too. I haven't seen that. It's fucking awesome. I've seen the fucking basketball yeah. thing a million times, but it it just it's uh so much fun with the crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's also fun if you just watch watch it on tape or Blu-ray or whatever. But really, seeing it with a crowd is it takes it to a whole different level. I think that that's part of the big screen uh big screen experience that uh is not uh, you can't replicate it at home is that everything is enhanced with an audience like a live audience you know the yeah. funny part funnier parts feel even funnier and etc the gore you know it's yeah. it's everything is just enhanced uh, wonderfully is uh is Anne ramsey in that movie a lot mm, just a little bit not a lot but she's certainly one of these like um uh second tier characters in okay. there you know she's not a lead but maybe just under interesting yeah. i'm excited for it yeah um, there's a really weird movie coming out in January called Megan. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you're gonna have a terror screening for that as long as it comes. Uh, I don't will know. It? I don't know if it will. I mean, I, if I asked the theater owners if we can get it, I'm sure they would. But I, I just don't know if that one. I feel like 
getting the black phone and nope were definitely a sure thing like those movies more or less can sell themselves yeah but there's certainly a risk in it because i don't it's not like i can i see those movies before the audience does so if it bombs yeah if it's if it's like something like halloween ends like well i didn't know it was going to be a terrible movie so i don't know if megan did they get mad at you about that no no i think people know that i you know i was just trying you know i just I had nothing to do with the yeah. making of the movie, you know. So totally. it was my fault. The movie sucks. I didn't do it. I didn't make it. But uh, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it wasn't me. Fucking shaggy. But um, I don't know. Megan looks like if if they lean into it being fun, you know. And I, I don't know if it's PG thirteen. I think if it's if it was like R, if it was gory and fun, I think you could probably win it over an audience with it. A hard R. Yeah. I hope so I think you can win it over an audience. I mean, it looks. <laughs> looks weird. There's certainly some uncanny valley vibes with the with the doll, which I think might be the point of the movie. But yeah, it was doing all those TikTok dances and stuff, which is like, oh, boy, this that is, must be a real person playing. Yeah, that, right? Like this is kind of yeah. kind of like cringy, but also yeah. like, like kind of funny. Yeah, know? I might be able like, to get with yeah. it. It depends. Yeah. As long as they lean into it rather than playing it too, too straight. You know, we're just doing too much of the rehashing of like the doll robot. We get Some a lot genre. of those. We get a lot How many of do we get? We, it's fucking Chucky. Chucky's Chucky. been doing that for like 40 years. But the Child's Play remake was like. We got one of those. Sort of like that. One of those. And then Shopping people like you robots. killed it. And then people like you killed any hope of like a like a Child's Play like happening again. What do you mean? The fucking remake. I mean, I thought it was solid. But has there been a talk about like a I mean, sequel it to that blew, one? It blew chunks. But I, it was <laughs> it was like kind of fun, though. I don't know. I went into it like hating it because of the fact that like the original filmmakers were not stoked that they kind of went and made it without their permission, even though they, they had like rights. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of going into it like, fuck these guys. But I, I kind of had some fun with it. Yeah. Like Chucky's like pretty stupid movie. and funny in there. Yeah. But and I mean, you know, the makers of the original f- films, I mean, they got their TV show now that they're clearly Don Mancini is, yeah. is, is it's doing well, you know, um, very involved with so it's given a new life to that the original franchise have you been watching that yeah uh yeah nicole and i watched the second the first season together and we've been watching the second season like week to week as it's on i am actually enjoying at this point the second season more than the first just yeah. because the second season is going more into stranger places you know yeah i like that and it's less high school kid drama you know That's which good. i don't really doesn't work for me at all yeah you're like capacity. not for me <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, uh, the first episode was good. And That's... we got fucking buff Chuck, dude. See, I haven't even gotten to that we yet. We got fucking uber Chucky, which I... was awesome. I can't believe it's been this long and, uh, for for us to get a buff Chuck. I've only I've only seen the first one, so I have no idea what buff Chuck is. But uh, you, dude, you you're going to love a, buff a Chuck. teaser pick, and it was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, uber Chucky. You he's know, like, you he's like shredded. It. Oh, he's half shredded wheat, baby, all day. And uh, yeah, it reminds me of Uber Jason and Jason X. Exactly. Very cool. Very cool. A classic. A classic never goes out of style. No. I hope I hope they actually get Martha Stewart to be in the show. I would really like that. Do you know what I'm referencing? No. Uh, see the Chucky. Oh. He's like, he's like, who the fuck is Martha Stewart? <laughs> one of the best quotes. Yeah, um, you're you're probably one of the most hardcore Chucky guys I know. Yeah, probably. I know a lot of Friday's 13 people. I'm a Halloween guy, but you're like one of the only uh, Chucky people I know. I mean, Halloween's definitely my number one, but like Chucky's always been right there. No, it's cool. I respect him, especially like the first four movies yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with. I yeah. love the first three child's plays and Bride of Chucky. And I actually I would pretty much rank them that way, too. Yeah. I mean, two is like such a strong sequel. It's probably like 
the fan favorite. That's sure. like the most fun. Love the original though. And I love three. A lot of yeah. people shit on three, apparently. Mm. That blows my mind. Oh, a lot of people are wrong about a lot of things. Do you like three? Uh, which one is that? The the military school one? Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think Chucky's a pop culture icon, especially in horror. I mean, he is. it's great. I mean, I think he's cool. You know, Very, very solid idea. You know, yeah. obviously it's it's got longevity yeah. it's going on what, almost 40 years. I mean, yeah. a couple more years, be 40 years. Yeah. Anytime I see Don Mancini, I think he looks so young. You know, like, he does like, like, oh, man, he's still still got plenty of years to do. He was like 20 something movies. You know, he looks like he's what, maybe 40 something, 45, maybe at the oldest. But he's probably going to be older than that. No, he's older than that because he looks great. Uh, You know, I'm just like, wow, cool. I think he's like 50s because the first one was 88. And I think he was like 21 or something. Wow. No shit. Well, so no wonder. I mean, that's cool that he's got to make a career out of that. You know, they're doing a lot of fun stuff in season two of the show with Jennifer Tilly. She's like, uh. Uh, playing a much bigger role in this uh, season of the show, which is doing, mm-hmm. doing a lot of fun stuff. I actually think Fiona Dorif is fucking awesome. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of really good first-time filmmakers making movies this year. Smile. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah, you got to see that. Yeah. And then Barbarian. Barbarian. I fucking love Barbarian. That was fun. Um, nope, I, was, I thought that was fine. I'm trying to think. What else should we not talk about? Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellraiser. I enjoyed it. Fine. That. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we, blow me away, but it was fine. Uh, Men, the movie Men. I said you said you didn't like that one. I mean, like, I, that's another one I want to rewatch. Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's a first watch. Like, eh. but like that, the ending was shocking. Fucking beautiful. The ending, ending was fucking crazy. What I'll give it ending. that. I don't know. It. I. It almost had. Like, it definitely had some Strangers vibes in the movie a little bit. Yeah, I could see uh, that. There was definitely some creeps in it. Uh, but was, it, it was fun. I, yeah, honestly, like the more. I think about it. I enjoyed it because like that one character that's playing like a bunch of characters, yeah. like that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. Like there's there's things about it that I definitely thought were incredible. Yeah, it's a nice mixture of like, uh, you know, that classic weirdo A24 horror, but like also body horror. I would even say beers in a full quarter as well. I was really uh, surprised by it, you know, and I was also surprised by Barbarian. Like I, I saw it in theaters a little later in its theatrical run, but luckily I wasn't spoiled uh, to anything because it's one yeah. of those movies you want to go in as blank as possible for it. And I was really uh, surprised by that. Um, that's one I hope it gets a, the- uh, a home video release, Blu-ray, 4K or whatever, because I'd certainly imagine myself watching that again. You know, it's a movie I went in thinking I was really going to fucking hate just on the basis of what it was about and how much I hated the trailer alone. Uh, bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, I did not like that movie. Did you see it? I did, yeah. You thought you, you hated it? I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I, it was it was like maybe one of the first movies that I saw that I realized, well, I'm... You're not cut out for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm too old to to enjoy this movie see i felt the same way yeah but you what you said you're 25 i'm 26 26 okay a little off there yeah i'm just kidding yeah um but anyways yeah the the dialogue is very obnoxious uh but it works a little bit it's just for me i don't know it was a pretty exhausting movie to get through yeah i feel the same way but i thought the end was pretty good payoff with the yeah it was pete davidson yeah, that that was pretty yeah. funny I guess it didn't work <clears throat> if its intention was to be a satire yeah. or like takedown of like social media culture or whatever, no you know, yeah. it, did, it didn't really kind of do enough of that. No, you know, no, no. it kind of just felt like Gen Z clue or whatever, you know? Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and 
but yeah, it wasn't the greatest. Um, yeah. uh, there's uh, the movie uh, Prey. I'm sure that you saw that. You know, the Predator, yeah. Predator uh, prequel or whatever you want to call it. Another movie I probably should rewatch because I that was another one I was like not crazy about, but like it was good. It wasn't like holy shit. Yeah, yeah. but it was good. It was fine. Um, I actually got to meet the guy that played the Predator. Oh, sweet Monster Palooza. He was wow, real cool. Oh shit. Yeah, he was awesome. And then um, yeah, that was it. Was cool. I mean, the the Predator looked fucking sick. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was a genius. I will say, I think it was a genuinely genius idea concept of them. Oh, yeah. To take it back to like old like roots. frontier times. Yeah, yeah. Like it was fucking genius because really what they did is they stripped all the baggage of the other films and Arnie. they were able to like make it a pure, like, uh, you know, stripped down type of mm-hmm. thing, you know? And oh, totally. That was really phenomenal. It's, uh, it's speaking concept. of. Speaking of our buddy, uh, the Blade, he's going to be doing a screening of the Predator, the original, on yeah. I believe November twenty seventh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, at the screening room in Buffalo, and you should get your tickets now. Yeah, he's doing a meet. Uh, his his wife, the the bunny, is going to be there. They're going to be doing a photo op and like Q and A yes. and like discussion of the film because uh, Predator is Jesse's favorite movie, and uh, yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm going to try my best uh, to go make sure I get a ticket to that. But uh, definitely want to certainly certainly support my uh, friends, you know, uh, in that way. Yeah, that's really cool. Definitely check them out in Puppet Master too. I'm I'm excited. I, yeah, I didn't same. know that even that night. I found out the next day. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. They, you that's know, really as soon awesome. as you get find a way to get in the door that's when you're like you know yeah. you, can, you can explore your other avenues that are opened up once you get your foot in the door you know because i think any yeah. of us like say for you and i we got popular in some other uh avenue and you know i'm sure we'd find a way to like use that clout to like totally. do something with horror you know what i mean uh which it, for sure i know we do like a trojan horse almost you know yeah. for horror. But uh, also another movie that I'll quickly mention, if you like Barbarian, because it was so fun and surprising, there's a movie that's streaming on Paramount Plus called Significant Other. Yeah, uh, you were talking about that. That's really great. Um, okay. It's got Michael Monroe, uh, who's in the movie It Follows. And Ooh. the guest, so she's the star of that. And this guy, he was, uh, I forget his name, but he's in The Office, uh, the TV show. But yeah, so it's a phenomenal movie. It's about this couple that goes camping uh like on a hiking trip in the woods and um uh something crash landed out of the sky into the woods that affects their hiking trip how original yeah but uh i was it was great it's fun i think it would make a very good double feature with barbarian not that they have anything thematically um connected but that's just that they're full of surprises but there are a lot of milk bottles in that one. <laughs> no, no, I love that scene in Barbarian. Though. It was Disgusting. fucking amazing. Ugh. All the hair on it and stuff. It's so bad. Oh, uh, it was great. And I was Justin Long's character is one of the most despicable fucking characters I've seen in a movie in a long time. But what you, a love, fucking scumbag. you love him, though. I mean, it's Justin Long, you know, it's so awesome. he's got a certain charm. But what a fucking despicable, like, yeah, one of the worst <laughs> villains in a movie in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but he plays it so well. That so. dude can never catch a break in any fucking movie. <laughs> like he he just dies and everything like in dodgeball he was you know well he was also in tusk on. you know and tusk. uh i feel like there's a couple other movies uh genre movies that he's been in you know but uh he's a legend though love yeah him. we love him um we do love him in fact <laughs> yes like yabos so you got those two screenings coming up uh there are they both sold out 
They, uh, they, I think they will. Yeah. But as of now, you can still get a ticket. Yes. You're going to probably have a bad, bad seat though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think there might be 12, (laughs) 12 seats left for Phantom of the Mall. So they're mostly going to probably be in the front at this point. Is there a bad seat in the house? Is the front pretty bad? Uh, Would you uh, sit there? I would never. I, if I had a choice, I would not sit in the front. Not just my view, but anything. I'd never want to sit. I hate that. A few theaters. I want to sit in the front row. Is like row two doable at the Amherst, or is it row three? Where is it? I usually sit. Do? I usually start in row D. D, D is the yeah, one like we the go The fourth on. from the screen is usually where I start. Okay, interesting. Because you know? I feel like I've definitely sat C and it was I've sat fine. C, I've sat in C, C and it was okay, but I thought it was a little too close. Like really? I think I saw the Northman in maybe row C. Oh wow! I think it was there, but yeah, but You're I like a part movie. of the bell. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was really in there. I was licking the screen. You know, I'm gonna say I think I think Northman is still my favorite of the year. Phenomenal, phenomenal. It, it's a phenomenal yeah. movie, and even like the wishy-washy, dreamy sequences. I still like them. Yeah. And usually in movies like that, I'm like, fuck this. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's where I check out. Yeah. And, but they were so good and perfect in that. And it worked and paired so well with the movie and the tone. It feels like a million years ago that movie came out. I know. It was like, like April, April, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it before that. I can't remember exactly. Did March. You see one of your fucking fests or whatever. No, it was like a sc- <laughs> it was like a screening though. And the director was there. It was cool. Mm, but that's neat. It was just pretty neat. But um, yeah, my other new favorite of the year. Not not surpassing Northman, but another great entry is uh, Triangle of Sadness. Mm, I can't wait to see that. Which I can't believe, like you said, it's like really not performing, obviously, because Amherst never really gets that crazy unless it's a terror screening. But Triangle Sadness is a great movie. It's just it. I demand you see it with an audience if it's possible. I just don't I don't know if you'll get one. I feel like I feel like for that one you might need to throw out like, hey, hey, terrorist crew, <laughs> come out because it's it's worthy of that. I'll yeah. be honest, it's. Yeah, you, you need like a bunch of people packed in the theater to see that. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I, I'll see what I can do. I mean, there's a bunch of movies that had I known they were going to be su- such a good time, I, I, you know, I probably would have tried to get them like Barbarian, for instance. It yeah, been fun, you know, uh, had I known. But it's it's a real crapshoot, you know. Like I said, I'm 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 not trying to overdo things and you know, like oversaturate yeah, totally. by having too many screenings constantly because, you know, I want to keep the thing special and and people excited, so I don't want to overdo it, you know. But um, yeah. But you're doing a great job. Thank you, Kellen. I think you're doing a great job, and uh, we love to have you. I'm, I'm. Hopefully, hopefully, we could do like a new podcast every time I'm home. That'd be great. Yeah, just catching up. You know, I wish checking I, in with Peter Hulo. I wish you had a way to do it remotely, so we could do one every once in a while. I mean, I have a phone. You know, we could do it that way. Would you do it? Um, I like to do it in person, but for you, I'd, I'd probably try to do it. Yeah. On the phone. I mean, every once in a while, we could check in and do like some like movie talk. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I oh, love that. I love doing that. Same. So let's do that. Okay. Eventually, you know. I don't Sounds... I don't know the next time we'll be here. I know it's gonna be a while. I, I don't, don't I don't like that. I know it makes me sad. Mm. Hard to say. Uh-huh. Maybe hopefully in the summer, you know, especially if something happens with terrors or yeah. you know. Well, at this point, I mean, we've had some kind of screening every month this year. I mean, we yeah, haven't, we haven't stopped crazy. at all. Wow. You know, I'm still we're still riding to, you know, <laughs> last year's uh, you know, inertia. So which is fine by me. People want it. People showing up, they're supporting. I'll do this fucking shit forever, man. I don't, you know, as long as people ride the lightning. Yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> ride the lightning, baby. That's you all know? you gotta do. It. You know. Oh man, anything uh, notable or funny happened at the theater lately? Uh, well, not besides the uh, the underwear, the famed underwear incident at this that was point. It. But uh, you know, it's a, it's always you know nothing too. Uh, 
nothing too interesting enough to share on the podcast i don't think but it's something as i've said the university plaza is like the wild west man and there's always something going on there you know uh all the pretty wacky you know yeah you you don't have to spend much time there before something strange happens i know you got the halloween buckets for mcdonald's yeah nicole got all three okay Uh, i've only managed to find the two um i've been doing this thing where i absolutely refuse to buy the meal um in order to get the bucket certain locations actually only one have sold it to me as just a bucket without the meal. it's much cheaper so you buy it with the meal it's like five bucks yeah you just buy it as the toy the bucket is the toy it's like a dollar totally so um much better a much better way yeah yeah and i you know i'm not gonna eat um a bunch of mcdonald's anyway yeah i haven't found the orange one yet uh the location that i go to they haven't they haven't got the orange bucket yet see that's weird i thought the witch would have been like the hard one yeah but i have a funny story to tell i gave up pretty fucking quickly (laughs) on that whole situation i got the ghost right off the bat day one but then i went with a co-worker of mine when we were we were working at spirit i worked at a spirit halloween last couple months like go figure um but basically we we went on a break actually no we asked if we could leave i don't even know why they let us do this but we literally asked if we could leave and go to mcdonald's and get buckets and they were like sure it was kind of bizarre um and we went and this took forever but i ordered or my friend ordered two buckets and she was like i want the ghost and the witch Mm. and they brought out two ghosts (laughs) and she was like no i want the witch and then they fixed it and gave her what she wanted. Cool. Mm. I ordered mine and I was like, I need the witch. And this girl's like, okay. Uh, it comes out, I think, the ghost. And I'm like, no, I need the witch. <laughs> and this guy comes over to me who is like, I'm guessing the store manager, general manager, whatever. Total dickhead comes over and is just like, like oh we don't have any more witches and i'm like oh well, what's that this guy literally is making one right now i see it right there yeah and he's like oh well the other ones are in the box and they're not made yet and i'm like oh and in my head i'm like okay what do you got to do to make that just pop the fucking lid up which yeah. not even a lid it's like a fake lid yeah like a pop-up piece right. um and he's like no they're not made yet and i think i don't even know if the guy in the back was like oh i can make them one and then and the guy was like no and just wow. stepped all over me and i'm like okay cool and then i'm like well what do i like what and he's like well i can offer you a refund huh and i'm like okay like i don't i don't <laughs> see why you can't just give me the bucket yeah. like what the fuck i just waited for the yeah. stupid thing you know the girl literally just said i could have it and then he was giving her a hard time and i'm like come on man he's like he's like yeah we're not actually supposed to do that um and then so yeah his asshole processes a refund for me he's like all right well you'll get that refund in three to five business days i'm like you're wow asshole. so yeah yeah that sucks i mean the thing about buying like you know it shouldn't have to it should be fun yeah. it should be fun to go out and get a couple of spooky buckets it yeah. shouldn't be like i have to drive to five stores i have to wait in line no. I have to spend all this money it should be just that's one of the things about collecting that i feel like is sort of got sort of gotten lost mm-hmm. is that it's almost if it's something is too difficult to find uh or too expensive whatever it might be it, it, it's not fun anymore it's not you know just like how sometimes i don't know what what kind of things uh were hot for a while like i don't know certain funkos maybe funko pop figures mm. you know that like yeah I can't you know like whatever it might be but if like if it's not fun anymore, then why am I fucking doing this? That's why usually I am somebody who's generally a completist. I do yeah, would totally. like eventually like to get the orange one, 
but I can't I can't be like going all over. Yeah, town, I can't man. be going all over town, like looking for for that. You know, and there's nothing wrong with people who do. I just for me, I want to put my energy in, you know, I want to. It should be fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like I had a genuinely great time with you and Kyle doing the Joe Bob. Thing. So much you know, fun. it was a, it was a phenomenal experience. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, to me, that was very it was also very simple. You mm-hmm. know, we got the tickets. We parked the car. We waited in line. We met Joe Bob. We saw the movie. We yeah. hung out. It wasn't like it seemed like it was very streamlined and efficient. You know, that's what I, I want to have a fucking good time. Exactly. I don't want anyone to feel I don't want it to feel like it's a chore or it's an obligation. It's work. You know what I mean? That's why I like. All right. So I like I tried to make I went to a couple of McDonald's and they wouldn't sell me sell me um, the bucket alone. And they were like, oh, no, I can't do that. Like, and I just walk out, man. You, you know, I'm like, all right. Thank you. No, thank you. And I just leave. I mean, I don't have time to fuss with this shit, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, after this big move that Nicole and I just went through, like I realized exactly how much shit I have, you know. And yeah, she's like, like, I mean, Nicole's literally just calling you up. She's like, why aren't you helping me move boxes? Yeah. Oh, I'm at McDonald's trying to get a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I just at this point, I like I can't keep just adding a limitless amount of shit to my collection. So it's like if I can't totally. get every, if, I, if I can't get everything, then I just I can live with that or I'm going to have to learn to live with that, you know. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like. Like I said, the, those new buckets are not even as cool as the, the old ones. Yeah, where the vintage ones. They yeah. had actual like yeah. lids. And I will say the Universal Monsters figures from that Burger King had in the late '90s were way cooler than way than cooler. Buckets. Yeah, way cooler. Yeah, like Nicole let me borrow a set, uh, her set, so I could take a picture of the Monster Squad marquee with them. Yeah. So, um, I will but, say I, I did miss out on one of my favorite things of the season. What's that? Count Chocula. Oh no! I'm sorry. Dude. Did you get any? Uh no I didn't we had some, we had some boxes spooky cereal in the raffle Monster Squad but I didn't personally you don't, you don't do you ever buy them or no no sure yeah I mean so the the move that I that Nicole and I went through took up a lot of a lot of my yeah like, free time but also like mental mental like, health yeah. yeah not mental health but like it was just it exhausting yeah that yeah. it took a lot of my you know thinking it's a lot to move pro- process yeah moving sucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, we were doing like fucking night moving where we really? had a U-Haul. Like we were unloading the U-Haul. It must have been like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like silent night moving. You know, I was like in deep in the bowels of the truck, you know, with like yeah. a flashlight, you know. Oh my God. Um, but, yeah, we got through it. I mean, it was a lot. certainly a lot of work. And I it was like a gauntlet, you know, and it certainly um, I feel like I'm a different person on the other end of it, you know. But yeah. you sort of realize like, you know, I have to get rid of some shit you know what i mean i can't keep totally. everything forever you know yeah. <laughs> it's rough um, yeah. yeah so in little ways i've been trying to cut back like you know i back in the days do do a lot of blind buys of blu-rays and stuff movies you know that i hadn't seen before but i was like oh, i'm just giving it a shot so i tried really try to cut back on doing that where like yeah it's got to be a movie that I'm, i either know for sure i'm gonna like or one that i've already seen and know that i'm yeah. gonna like you know so, unless what if it's one that you just can't rent do you still blind buy it uh no, no, it depends. I mean, I generally haven't done that in a while. Like the last yeah. movie, I, I think the last disc I bought in a store was like Black Foam. You know, excuse me. Nope. Uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. Okay. Uh, Walmart had a really nice exclusive of it. Um, you know, and so I've been really trying to cut back a lot. I, I'm also getting fine with like just streaming stuff or whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, I certainly am still a movie collector and I love buying them, you know, of course. Yeah. But I have to get the good ones. Yeah. I have to yeah. certainly like cut back quite a bit. You know, yeah. No, it's tough. It's expensive. Yeah. It's not a, yeah. not a cheap hobby. No, for sure. At all. 
Uh, I just got the Changeling Blu-ray. Oh, nice. Is that was the 4K one? Or They're that, 4K, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven. Seven. See, that's the thing. I, I had the the, the regular Blu-ray of, of that one. I feel yeah. like that almost just came out. I know it didn't, but yeah. I feel like it's still in the Blu-ray to me, you know? I kind of had to buy it. The director was there, and of course, like, I have to get the graph. No, yeah, but it was course. like 40 bucks. Oh, wow. So The, the disc was? Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it actually is about that. It might even be fifty dollars online. Yeah. So maybe Severin's coming out with cool stuff. Nicole, for my birthday, she the one thing I really wanted. Uh, Severin put out this box set called. Uh, 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 it's a full core box set. I forget oh, yeah. the fucking name of it. Yeah, but uh, oh, uh, all the haunts be ours is the name of it. So it's this big retrospective box set of a bunch of like uh, full horror films from all over the world. It's fucking awesome. Uh, one of the first ones I watched is called Eyes of Fire, which is again eighties um, full core movie, uh, American, really great. Uh, but they, they Severin also came out with a box set called um, House of Psychotic Women. Okay. Uh, so it's based on a, a a book, like a sort of like a memoir part fiction thing that this author put out and uh, so it's like four movies in it that i want to get that's probably going to be on my christmas list that i want house nice, of nice. Kind of women but they're doing some cool stuff you know yeah. severin a lot of those boutique labels are doing cool stuff but that's that's pretty much par for the course did you get any i know scream factory put out that like halloween like no 4k box set it was like you know the the, the later part, years yeah, yeah like what is it part six through resurrection, resurrection maybe yeah it's i cool will look at set i will get that eventually i'm yeah. sure i i still didn't even get the other 4ks actually yeah me neither i didn't like those covers that much yeah i, I think yeah i think we talked about that did you not like them? it's not that i didn't like them i just haven't gotten them yet i mean i'm not really in a rush yeah. i mean i still i still use the, the first box that they put out i mean yeah, i had that lucky. out what i was using for this halloween season you know i wish i had that i, I should have got you that. know how many times am i gonna watch um uh, you know uh halloween five on 4k you know i don't know if are I, you not a fan of that one well it's certainly towards the bottom i mean at yeah. this point it's you know still above like resurrection and halloween ends, yeah you know but uh i enjoy it yeah, I mean, that's fine. that I starts like cookie woman i love uh the silly know, cops yeah what's her face um please jamie jamie lloyd daniel harris daniel harris is great and that's the one where it has the uh tina it has the guy following michael myers right the man in the black yeah the black. yeah i thought there was some cool stuff in there it didn't yeah. go anywhere but yeah it's uh not definitely not my favorite and then six definitely took a dive but i know i kind of liked six growing up though but like the more and more i see it now yeah it's just it started yeah, the really... producer cut is cool man you know there's like elements that are cool. It's just that that story is so whack. I can't get behind it. Like Thorn, come on, it sucks. Yeah. That sucks. But hey, man, it was different. It was different. Um, there six definitely had the fall vibes down better yeah. than most of the yeah. entries, though. Fall uh, per four had it too, though. That had it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, five five is where it got really weird with the Myers house. That looked yeah. like a little castle. Yeah. very weird design on that house yeah but they all have their issues so you know they all have got some good qualities the only good quality ends i'll say was that one dj kill but that at that point in the movie i was already checked out no nah, i at this point i'm not willing to say there's any any there's not good stuff there's really i not. mean i'm excited for darcy the male girl having a little cameo in that one which is which i'm gonna rewatch for that yeah i mean that's exciting for her just she seems like a really nice person and she was cool to meet so i'm proud of her for having uh, a role in that film 
You know what I want to see? I'm What's really that? genuinely curious if there's going to be a commentary on Halloween ends. I want to hear them talk about every scene. I would be. I, it's certainly I feel like that's one movie I'd love to know a little bit more about the process of how it got made somehow, you know? Yeah, uh, no, for sure. A little bit peek behind the curtain sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, we should probably wrap this up because I feel like we already went long a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, but yeah, if anyone wants to find me on social media, uh, I'm at Peter from the theater on Instagram. That's my personal account. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it's at Thursday Night Terrors is the Terrors account on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, Terrors is Thursday Terrors. And I'm Scarecrow Pete on there as well. So give me a follow. Um, as I said earlier, Thursday Night Terrors, we got two more shows in uh, this season, our 11th season. We got Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge on November 17th. And then we're closing it out with Christmas Evil, December 8th. Wonderful. Uh, hopefully we get a season 12. I mean, nothing is confirmed. I haven't made any announcement. Hopefully we, we, come, yeah. we come back in January and hope maybe we will do terrors of the driving again. Like I said, nothing confirmed, but you yeah. know, fingers crossed there's plenty more terrors and, you know, as always, thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for everyone who supports uh, terrors and, you know, all the stuff, uh, horror stuff that we do. I mean, it means a lot. I can't believe the, sort of things that have happened through terrors like you know that whole amazing night we had with joe bob and ben yeah. and the blade and the bunny that's it's the circle you know, of goodness yeah it's, i mean a lot of those people i i know the blade and the bunny because they came to terrors yeah. you know what i mean i don't know if i had met them otherwise and i you know so Very i'm cool. really grateful for everything that's happened because of the support people have shown this series you know which is uh, astonishing a lot of friendship from the terrors crew absolutely you you know you yeah. are namely uh we met know, first season yeah it's like pretty incredible end, yeah. you know so a lot of a lot of the my my best friends you know a lot of my good friends in my life uh mm -hmm. in this period are people i met through terrors you know yeah, which, is, awesome. uh, which is astonishing so uh but yeah thank you for having me on and absolutely uh, terrors is family terrors is family all right i guess we'll be we'll be checking out now bye i hope you find love i hope you find peace <laughs> this this episode goes out to Corey cunningham and his family <laughs> See ya, everybody. <laughs>